Well, hello, everybody. This is episode 85. My name is Mark. My name is Alex. And this is The, the Shot, Shot Pod. Another week of the crazy uncle, and another week of the Tahiti treat. It's a hot middle. It's the dog days of summer, Marcus. Yeah, we just had to remember. I'm His name's not actually I'm going to remind you, and I'm going to try to do this every episode. First half hour, try to watch your friggin' mouth. I haven't said anything yet, have I? No, not yet. <laughs> I, had to I actually legitimately had to check, though. Yeah. I was actually like, I've only said two sentences. Was there an F-bomb in there? <laughs> there wasn't. Anyways, um... Welcome to episode 85, man. 85. 85 yes. of the Shot Pot. It's getting late in the game. We're going to be at Hundo before we know ho. Yeah. It's going to be ridiculous. Yes, yes. So a couple things that I want to get into. Uh, first thing, I finally saw the Transformers. And oh! I got to say, like... We got to talk about it. You weren't impressed? No, I wasn't impressed. Okay, see, I love. I thought it was cool. With the fact that Optimus was hanging out with those humans, they set that story arc up in the Beast Wars when he was yeah. saving the, ma- the, the the original humans. So I like that they followed that through and said that he'd been hanging out with them for like centuries. Yeah. That that was cool. That didn't do it for you? So, so there's going to be some spoilers here as yeah. we get into Rise of the Beast, but Rise of the Beast is now available on Paramount Plus and Amazon Prime. Uh, for it's available digitally. Yeah, right? so you can. So. Yeah, so get over it. <laughs> get over it, kids. Yeah. So the one thing I didn't like was in the beginning, it was like, oh my god, my weapons aren't doing anything to these guys, and then suddenly they they drop that. Like halfway throughout the movie, they got rid of that, and suddenly. Well, because then they were hanging out with the Maximals. They found the Maximals, yeah, and then then their weapons started working. So <laughs> they cut out the scene where the Maximals were like, "Here's our our thousand year future technology that you lack, Optimus." And he was like, "Thank you, Optimal. We now stand a chance against the Decepticons. They're not Decepticons. The They're not. Yeah. Sorry, I, I got mixed up universes. <laughs> Terracons. I was gonna call them." What did they, they call them in the Beast Wars? Predacons, but apparently they're not that anymore. Anyways, roll out. <laughs> yeah, they cut that scene, Mark. It's on the cutting room floor, so I don't want to hear it. It was funny with the uh, where they're both standing yeah. on the hill, and they're all like, Autobots, and then... He, he says, Autobots roll out, and then he says, Maxels. Yeah. Maximize. Yeah. Oh, dude, when they finally made Optimus Maximize... Cause you don't see it till the end, and he's got the face with the with the mouth guard, just like they did in Beast Wars. That I would, I literally stood up in the theater, and was like, yes, <laughs> like yeah. Me and Zach were were hard for that, hard for that scene. I loved when he finally uh, transformed. That was epic. I also um super disappointed that Rat Trap wasn't included. It was cool that Cheetor was there, but they did not give him his Cheetor personality at all. That yeah. kind of bothered me. I liked Rhinox; he was cool. Um, but yeah, but I, they barely showcased those. No, they didn't give them much. You got a lot of Air Razor. I liked her voice. I thought she was a cool character. I liked. I liked her. I liked that she was the first one that they talked to. One of my favorite scenes, that you got to admit, was when Scourge or the Scourge or whatever the bad guy is. That's a complete ripoff of any other franchise you can think of for names. Um, when the intro, when they find that, when they go to the museum to get the first half of the key, and Optimus shows up, and he just looks down at him, he goes. It's always fun when an inferior being yeah. meets a what meets a superior one, and and he's just 
bee slapping, okay, backhanding, tennis style, <laughs> Optimus Prime, the most powerful, like the the king of them all. The other thing I the the reasons this movie got me, and I'm wondering if these moments got you, was when Air Razor says, uh, "We are both from both your past and your future." That really got me. I was yeah. like, "What? That's well written. That's amazing." Because it is. Like if you know the story, it, it's definitely both. And the other thing that uh, the the music. Tell me, all that hip hop didn't like all those songs, those banger tunes didn't get to you, especially Bumblebee jumping out the plane. Mama said, "Knock you out. <laughs> I'm gonna knock you out. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years." You know, I know I did that like two weeks ago, but I just yeah. love that song yeah. so much. And like they did, that was perfect. And then to find out that <laughs> Pete Davidson voiced uh, Mirage, Mirage, and I was like. Yeah, okay, I can see it. And then I didn't like that because then he was just like, take all my parts and here's a Power Ranger no. Zord suit. No, 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 you. that's Mega Man X. He looks like Mega Man <laughs> X. That's what I, I said. Mega Man, why aren't they? They turned. Mirage just turned into Mega Man X. He just turned the little, that little black kid into Mega Man X. Like, make me a <laughs> Mega Man movie. Watch your language. There's the first see? one. <laughs> make me a Mega Man movie. Capcom. What? I know you like making movies out of your franchises. You've been doing it with Resident Evil since like 2002. I know you like going, hey, Hollywood, take some of our characters, destroy the franchise, destroy the story, and pay no attention to continuity. But by all means, take them. And then, and then uh, you see the, uh, the ending there where they tried to recruit that guy who is now in the Power Ranger Megazord Mirage suit. Yeah, yeah. Mega Man is now in the Transformers. That's uh, what well, I'm going to no, say. No, 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 because now it's no longer Transformers. Now it's G.I. Joe, because that's what he was being recruited, recruited for. Recru recruited to, because that's another Hasbro franchise, right? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Now that'll, so they, I don't know if you noticed, but the guy that interviewed him for the G.I. Joe is the guy who was in The Rock's G.I. Joe movie. Yeah. Yeah. So they're just trying to tie the franchises in together. I don't think there's plans for that to. There, there was a, there... a emerging plan a while ago. I don't know. But, okay, so the other thing I was going to say that, that we talked about this a few weeks ago is the whole Unicron retcon. So in, in Michael Bay's last two Transformer movies, they make it out like Earth is a baby Unicron. Yeah. That's like in pieces of Unicron are poking up through the, the Earth's crust and we're they completely scrap that story. In this one, you see Unicron come and get effed up and sent home. Like, yeah. bye bye, thanks for coming by the Maximals and everybody. Um I like that. I got to admit, when Optimus was fighting the Scourge and he was pushing him in the lava, like Optimus's weapons, if you think about that fight, still weren't really doing much. He just got better at the combat. He's like, okay, I can't stab this guy. I can't shoot this guy. I got I to gotta fight him like man-to-man. -man. Robot to robot, whatever you want. I don't look at it, right? And that's when he holds his face into the lava. And I'm like, okay, he's, he's using techniques. That I kind of like that they did that because they did still show Optimus getting his butt handed to him when he was trying to pull out his knife and stuff. And he's just like, pfft, pfft. But he, put, he puts his face in the lab, and it's like, it don't matter how far in the future you come from, son, heat's heat. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like that there, there were moments where I yeah. saw that, that he was still beating him. I, you know what I mean? Because I was like, wait a minute. I thought they were, like, powerless. And then all of a sudden, they weren't. But, yeah, that, there was moments that they kind of gave that away, I feel, a little yeah. bit. So, yeah, the, what the, would you give it out of 10, though? Uh, I'd probably give it a six. I give it seven. I give it. Yeah, I think I'm more of a six and a half. Six <laughs> and, I, just because if you were, if I wasn't so tied to the Beast Wars, like I said, if it's, if you're yeah. not DTF for the Beast Wars, you're probably not. It's just another um, Transformers movie for you. It's just yeah. another one. It was it was things blew up. They had to find a thing. Things almost went, but then they didn't, and everyone's okay. Yeah, yeah, very similar to every other one. But if you're into the Beast Wars, it was worth it. So yeah, glad you got to see it. 
we can drop that. We can finally stop beating that horse, I think. That's yeah. right. So, yeah, Death Rise of the Beast is available on Paramount Plus. And, Do and you remember there was, a, there was a video game that came out a while ago? Well, you sh- I mean, everybody remembers this. So not everybody enjoyed the game thoroughly because it wasn't made by the same studios that was making the others. But um, it was Batman Arkham Origins had one of the best Batman cutscenes ever, and it was in the beginning he was fighting Deathstroke. Okay, I've seen pieces of this. It's a great scene for sure. But it's funny. I just bought Batman Arkham Asylum for the PS3. Yeah. Because I want to. St- that is not the first one, right? The first one they ever released. Really- one Arkham game Asylum was the first. Was one. Was the first. One. So I'm gonna play that, and I'm gonna play through the whole series and let you know what I think of it. Cool. I'm experiencing it as we speak. All right. I wish I knew things about well, Stitch. The reason why I'm bringing Twitch. the reason why I'm bringing it up is because over the weekend I bought Gotham Knights. Oh. So Gotham Knights is made by the same studio, Warner Brothers Studio, that made Batman Arkham Origins, which was the worst of the the series because... So it was just... Okay, so for those who... Just do a little back check with me because I'm in the same boat as some people. The Batman video games, in order of release, are Batman Arkham Knight or something? No, Batman Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum is one. Then, then, then Arkham City. Then Arkham City. And before Arkham Knight came out, came Arkham Origins. Which chronologically takes place before the first two, but yeah. is the third one to be released. It's a pretty much a Metal Gear situation here, where the third one is the prequel, and the first two are, are, are uh, in a linear story, correct? Yeah. All right. Then our fourth one got released, which was... was which was Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Now, Arkham Knight was a... Di- now, we, we changed... So the first two were made by one studio, then the, Origins so, was a different yeah, studio. Yeah, so the first two were, were made by Rocksteady Studios. Okay. The they won one, Game of the Year, won multiple awards. Yeah. They were renowned throughout the community. The third one was made by Warner Brothers Studios. So it was different and not as well-renowned. And then Arkham Knight was made by Rocksteady again. Uh, back again, and, it, and yeah. a lot of players said back on the rails. They were very yeah. happy with it. So, so what is it you're so excited about? Because it seems like the weakest of those games is the one that these guys made. Uh, well, yeah, so they had one of the... So they have, is this a redemption story for them? No. <laughs> I no. love that. So, I'm glad we caught that on camera no. because that was a reaction for time. That just, uh, no. <laughs> I was so animated. I love it. So, uh, but to to their credit, one of the best cut scenes from a Batman video game was that fight between. I Death would argue Stroke. of any game ever made. Yeah. I would say that only four or five franchises carry the cut scene crown, we'll call yeah. it. And I would say Metal Gear's one, Batman's one. Um, I'd f with some Assassin's Creed cutscene, and you. Uh, what's that one that all you kids love so much? The Dragon One, Skyrim, Skyrim's got oh, yeah. really yeah. cool cutscenes. Like, there's definitely some. Oh, and and Fallout's got some top tier cutscenes where you figure out your who your kid is and yeah. what's going on and all that. So yeah, on the level of that, so, on the level of that. So Gotham Knights again, opening cutscene. Describe phenomenal. it to me. Let's so, spoiler phenomenal. alert. So, spoiler alert. Well, but, not, but describe it, it to me. Make me want to buy it. It's the start of the story. It's it is the death of Batman. Oh, okay. Hang on. So, so Batman dies. Yes. Well, bro, I'm, I'm not over. Next topic. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> Batman never dies. Okay. So, but it's. I cried in the Flash when they killed him. Spoilers. And I'm not doing it again. You're not. It, it actually. It actually was emotional. Like I. And then was I like, had to oh, watch. George, I had to watch like, Ben Affleck turn into George Clooney. I was like, Am I getting teary-eyed over, cr- over Batman do- in a video game? I can't. But he was fighting uh, Ra's al Ghul. Oh no! He gets killed by the man that made him. Yes. Oh, beauty. Be- I-, I was gonna say, well, who, who gets him? I assume they'd say Joker or Joker's like protege, but no, that was Ross Al Ghul finally. And so, uh, back from the dead and, get you, and this final fight takes place in the Batcave. 
And so he so, buy, he's like a th- basically the Batman Begins story, but they said it happens years later. Yeah, I like it. So so it's in the Batcave. He's got a couple tricks, but ultimately, um, Rachel Ghoul, He's he's high off his. Is it Race or Roz? Because in, the, in the, I, the I've heard so many people say uh, Race. But in race the t- in the TV show, in the animated series. Kevin Conroy said Ross, yeah. when he would, whenever Bruce would t- say his name. So that's why. But I now they say in the game it's race. They do say could race. be a Mandela. Effect. You're hundred. You know, I'm a animated series is on Netflix, so I'm going to check it out and I'm going to tell you because Ross Al Ghul is one of my favorite characters from the Netflix series or from the uh, animated series of the '90s. Anyway, sorry. Continue. So, tell me uh, more. so he's he's high off his Lazarus Pit juice. So like he's he's feeling super. Oh, strong. that pit that they they were basically ripped off in Dark Knight Rises and said Bane came out of, right? Yeah. Because they just made the Lazarus Pit lame. Didn't call it that and said that was Bane's prison. Just so y'all know. Yeah. It was a well, that's basically where Bane got his venom from, essentially. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But they don't in the in the movie they're like, oh, he broke his face. Oops. They made it, really, <laughs> it was a really dumb. St- they took a what could have been amazing story and they just <laughs> was like, come on, Nolan, yeah. Nolan, the one and only. Yeah, we all get one, Nolan, and he got yeah, that's it. That's why he's going to keep putting out perfection. Well, I mean, it, new it was David Goyer who wrote it, so. Yeah. Ah. But but he wrote Dark Knight as well. So. No, but who and who wrote it with him? Goyer and Nolan's brother. Yeah. Right? You got to remember, yeah. it was Nolan's brother did the screenplay because he wrote Dark Knight comic in yeah. the 80s. Yeah. Right? With Miller. Anyways, continue. So, so the fight, uh, it's it's a really amazing fight, actually. We should probably watch it. We'll, we'll when watch this episode's over, do it. Yeah. Give me a dirty little little PPTs. Yeah. And show me that fucking because I'll be so hard for that game after we watch this. And uh, and while Batman, he's he's getting, he's putting up one hell of an amazing fight, but at the same time you can see is him. Bruce is old is he old at this point? No no no, you just see him starting to lose, uh, and as he's starting to lose, like he looks like he's trying to call out to the family, which is Nightwing, uh, Nightwing, New Robin, Red Hood, yeah, New Robin and Batgirl, Batgirl, right, the four of them, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is cool. Yeah. And, and, uh, and Ro- Ross must have that covered. And uh, everything was basically, uh, I guess the communications were, were, were shut down by, by uh, Ross. Ross Ghul's. yeah. So he, yeah. he came prepared so that bats couldn't ask for help yeah. because he knows those pesky children can't be here. But there was another, uh, there was essentially a lair inside a lair, and it's, it's Belfry. So you think of the bats in the Belfry or whatever, yep. but it's the Belfry, and that's essentially uh, after... When they find Batman in the Batcave, they make the new, essentially their new lair in Belfry. Right. But I just find it really cool because the story of the Red Hood uh, is Jason Todd's Robin. Yep. uh, Who was basically killed by the Joker. Yep. And so he's back. He was the second Robin, for those who don't know. So, like, when you look at the So Robin became Nightwing, and then... Jason Todd became Robin too, and he was killed by the Joker. That was death in the family. Yeah, so, so Dick Grayson, which is the original Robin. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought yeah. we were going to keep the first half hour clean. <laughs> yeah. You're yelling at me. Richard Grayson. Thank you. There's <laughs> children listening, Mark. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> he's, uh, so he's the first Robin. He becomes Nightwing. Then you have Jason Todd, who, who took the mantle. He got killed by Joker. He comes back as the Red Hood. Then you have uh, Tim Drake, who's the newer Robin. And then you have Barbara Gordon. Oh my goodness! Yes, Tim Drake is number three. Yeah, and yeah. Okay. Anyways, yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. But he can't get to any of them. No, he can't get to any of them, and more or less the the final story. And why does? Okay, I got a question. But for you. okay, so it wasn't just Rachel Ghoul killed Batman. It was, oh, I'm sure that we had some friends. It, it was. I'm stuck in here, but so are you, and he blew up the Batcave. 
So, oh, so he, they're both dead. Yes. Are you friggin' with me? Are you friggin' with me? I am not no, friggin' Ra- with you. Ra's al Ghul sack him. See, that is not a Ra's al Ghul thing to do. I don't know about that writing, but still. No, I'm no, not, no, 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 no. It take- was it was Bruce that. Oh, oh, it's Bruce that said. You know, I can. Can I? Do, let me try. Let me try it, one. It's very much can, like the first movie. Can there. you? Yeah, yeah. When he's like, yeah. "I'm not gonna kill you, but I don't gotta save you." He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, "I have a very particular skill set." <laughs> By the way, for those that don't know, <laughs> Liam Neeson. I love when they say Liam Neeson is the king of everything because he's Qui Gon Jinn, so he's taught basically Anakin's teacher. He taught Batman how to be Batman because he's Ra's al Ghul. He's the Taken guy. Like, there's like he's just the god of everything. And he yeah. was in the, the, the in the, the Zeus movies or the gods movies as a character. Like he was Zeus. Yes, he was Zeus. Right, I forgot. In Clash of the Titans. In Clash of the Titans. Yes, like he's just unstoppable. This mofo. Like I, Liam. <laughs> god bless Liam Neeson. If he's on the Epstein Island list, I'll be very disappointed. <laughs> I have to say that now after every celebrity I <laughs> yeah. I endorse, I have to immediately yeah. say that if you're on that list and you eat and you drink the blood of children, which by the way, if you want to hear more about that stay tuned to the not first half hour of shot pod we will be talking about what's the name of that chemical again adrenochrome adrenochrome we're gonna talk a little bit about that today that's on <laughs> me and mark's agenda so if you want to hear about what's really going on in the world hang out okay it's gonna get better later <laughs> but yes while we're uh we're we're, we're 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 indulging the veil in front of society right now of movies and entertainment because that's what we're all doing right let's watch netflix and pretend that that canada's not on fire you know oh there's a heat wave but for some reason it's freezing at night yeah okay we're gonna get to that talk yeah but let's focus on this still so in this batman he says i don't uh, you're stuck here. Uh, I can't leave, but neither can you. Yes. And then he blows it up. So now Roz is dead too. Yeah. I get a weird feeling that in the story of this game, Roz might crawl from the ashes and Batman's actually dead. Is that happening? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, that's, no, no. Oh, they so, definitely so like, both. Yeah, so. DOA. Oh, yeah. So at the, you have a mission to go to the morgue to get the, the DNA of a, a man named Langstrom. Who are you in this game if Batman's dead? Well, you're the four. You get to choose between. Oh, you pick which. Jason okay, Todd. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I can pick which one I want. Yeah. Which one did you pick? I'm Nightwing. I was gonna say I'd take Nightwing because it'd be like avenging your father because Bruce was like your dad, right? Yeah. Nightwing. He was the closest. He was the first one, right? Yeah. He was the first, right? How, what's just real work with me? What's the order? So, Dick Grayson. Sorry. Richard Grayson <laughs> is the first associate that he took on after he found him. Some stories it was at the carnival, but it's always related to the flying Graysons. Yeah. One, one way or the other, right? Yep. Unless you're in the Joseph Gordon Levitt universe where they were just like, yeah, he was a cop. <laughs> that was kind of a cool story. I wish they'd followed, but either way, um, that's one. Who was the second? I believe it was Barbara Gordon, was the second. So he still had Dick Grayson as Robin when Barbara became Batgirl through, yeah. through her Jim Gordon. Connection yep. in most stories, right? That's the second one. After that, I believe Robin becomes Nightwing. Yep. At yep. that point. Yeah, so they so they have their disagreement. They go their separate ways. And, uh, and Nightwing ends up in Bloodhaven, which is his Gotham, basically. His version of Gotham. Okay, okay. Yeah. Kind of like uh, Central City, which was the Flashes. So yeah. it's probably all on the map there in the New Jersey area. <laughs> probably some. I, I bet you it's, you know what I bet? If you in do. The New Jersey area? Well, they always, they always show that map and you're like, where are these places? And they're like, it's in the it's in the modern world. You're just like, but we don't have a, a city called Central City. It's like, yeah, Central City is just Boston. And Gotham's New York, or something like that. Or I think yeah. it's, I think it's a central city. No, Metropolis is New York. Gotham is in New Jersey. Gotham is Jersey. That's thought, why it's dirty. I thought Metropolis was Chicago. 
I think Central City, Chicago. Oh, it could be. It's yeah. the Flash of Central City, Chicago. Yeah, 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 yeah. or Boston, one or the other. Yeah. Either way, that that's how they kind of play it. So, so anyway, so um, Nightwing goes off on his own. There's a disagreement, and Batman is solo again yeah. for a short time before he gets Jason Jason Todd, Todd to be Robin too. So you now have Nightwing, Batgirl, Robin two, and uh, Batman. Then Jason Todd is murdered yep. by the Joker. Gets replaced with Tim Drake. Tim Drake. And everything else just stays the same. Uh, well, when Jay, when uh, well, Red Hood. Tell me about the Red Hood. Where, where, where Red Red Hood fall into all this? Well, Jason Todd. So, so Jason Todd, when he's killed by the Joker, uh, he was essentially uh, first off. I mean, more or less tied up and beaten with a with, with a, a pipe pro- with yeah. a crowbar crowbar by the Joker until he was dead, and he kept thinking that Batman's coming, Batman's coming, Batman, and Joker's like, no, he's not. He thinks you're dead, and that was accurate. And then he becomes the villain afterwards. Uh. So he was left for dead, but he wasn't dead. Batman thought he was dead because there was a big explosion, but Jason Todd was not in a, in that explosion. Okay, that I didn't do. You've ruined the end of a death in the family for me. Thanks. <laughs> Spoiler alert would have been nice. <laughs> this frigging guy. It's a good thing it's the first half hour. I'd call you a mean name. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's awesome though. I, I'm I'm just crapping on Mark, but honestly, like this is why we love Batman. I mean, yeah. it's just it's intriguing storytelling. It's 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 well developed characters. It's heart wrenching espionage, detective work. It's pa- it's action packed. It's everything you need. That's why Batman's dope. <laughs> so, anyways, um, what do you say about this game then? So, like, I, so, you've played all the Arkham games. Right, yeah. list the best to the worst for me. Include this one. Well, uh, Arkham. I love putting you on the spotlight. Yeah, uh, Arkham so Asylum good. was great, but I'm, each game was an improvement upon itself. So, so you would put the first one at the so bottom. Ar- Arkham Asylum was really good. Arkham City got better because you were able to explore more of Gotham and travel to different places. However, you still it was still wasn't free roam. Then came Arkham Knight. I was gonna say because I've played the only one that's free roam is Arkham City. Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight is the only one. Yeah. Arkham City is not free Ar- roam? Arkham City is not free roam. There's roaming... Side missions you can grab, but yeah. there's still a linear story. Yeah. Understood. Because I've played bits of these, but never completed them because I'm bad at video games! Yeah, but in Arkham Knight, you can just straight up hop into the Batmobile and drive around. That's what the one I'm thinking of! And you can pick your missions. It's like, oh, Alfred. So I gotta do my best Kevin Conroy. <laughs> Hey, Alfred, I need to get... I need to get uh, Alfred. Al- <laughs> Alfred. No, because when he gets in the car, he's talking to Alfred. He's very, Alfred, I need to get to the Joker's lair. Or something. <laughs> yeah. I know, I'm trying my damnedest right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Master Bruce. <laughs> but who's your, your, your Alfred was pretty good. No, I got a question for you. I got a question for you. Uh, better Alfred, Michael Caine or that bro that was with Affleck? The boy, uh, what's his name with Affleck? Come on, oh, help me. Uh, he's great Ri- too. Richard. No, no, no. Come on. Isn't it Richard Lucian or something? No, no. The guy Alfred's with Ben Affleck's Alfred is um, he's he's a it's a well known. Yeah, let's look that up real quick because he's a, a huge name. That's well. Andy Circus, for God's sake. Jeremy Irons. Sorry. Jeremy Irons. Sorry. <laughs> Circus is another. Circus is uh, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson's right. It's Pat. My bad. Oh my god. But who's uh, that's another good one. Although we didn't have much of a role in yeah. that one, I was kind of disappointed in that. Usually, Alfred has a bigger role, but th- there was bigger fish to fry. Yeah. 
looking forward to the Penguin Show too. But that's got that that's that's got to be in post production. That's got to be like basically being sent to the stream services, and dates got to be it's, picked. It's got to be done because I got a list of stuff that's actually halted production that I'm going to get into. Oh, w- so stay tuned to the Shot Pod Part Two after the first half hour, where we get into all the list of things that the writer strike has f u c k e d. Not just the writer strike. I mean the actor strike. Oh yeah, because that's the second. It's the, that's I call that writer strike. Part two, the revenge of the actors. That's what I call that. Because that's all it is. It's a piggyback. If you work in auto or any trades, these MFs do the same MF and BS all the time. They all do it. They all just like, oh, what? The welding union went on strike for more benefits? Yeah, Canada Auto Workers Union can follow that. I'm down. I'm DTF. Let's go. Let's all go. You guys want to have like a picket line party? We'll get bands and drugs. All right, let's do it. (laughs) So the gameplay... Of this game, Gotham Knights. Oh man, it's it's rough. It's easier uh, to play all the Arkham games. It's not as stiff. I find myself okay because I, I will admit, like, there's a, the control aspect of Arkham games is one of my biggest qualms with it. When when I'm trying to race through the city, like I uh, there there's more or less um, like Batman. I can't control the Batmobile. I just smash into every building on the way. Boom! So, Boom! So if the Batmobile was real, Alfred would be like, again? <laughs> Master Bruce, get your mother working license together. All right? I'm done with cleaning so, this but in, up. But in this, though, Batman, he's he's left some caches of stuff behind. Like, just a cache of items for you to collect that can upgrade your suit or whatever. And you activate this, and you basically have to swing across the city as fast as you can to make it to, like... This shiny blue marker here, and then a shiny blue marker over there, oh, and a God. shiny and there's blue a timer. marker over there. Yes. Yeah, Alex isn't playing this game. Alex's girlfriend's gonna play this game for him. <laughs> okay, I just decided because I will. That's the. It's like Assassin's Creed yeah. when it's like you got a minute and twenty seconds to jump across twenty buildings and race this guy and collect this thing. Those are the parts of the game where I would take four months. Like, I would be stuck there for months. Be like, I guess I'll try to do that run again. But because I was out of practice, because I was so pissed, because I, yeah, because I couldn't beat it. Anyways, somebody's, I'll be, so, you'll be playing this so game for in me. This, so, in this game, you, you hit uh, for me left bumper, which would be L1 for PlayStation yes. gamers. So, yeah, for, uh, sorry, sorry, intuitive gamers that use systems that aren't stupid. <laughs> uh, so, as you hit that, that's, that's your, uh, your grapple. And then you hit that, you, basically attach it to a ledge and it pulls you up to the ledge and from there if you hit your jump button on the way you'll essentially launch off as soon as you hit the ledge and then you're able to grab to the next thing but sometimes not every time sometimes you'll just be stuck on that ledge and you're like what the freaking go 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 you're batman i'm on a timer batman is not just gonna hang out i'm not batman i'm Dark Knight. Or I'm. I'm. Uh, <laughs> all right. You're. No, night, see, you're, I'm not even night, Dark Knight. I'm you're Nightwing. Wing. You're not right. You're Nightwing. <laughs> I'm see, you got me all confuzzled. I wouldn't just hang here. This is BS. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like when you're uh, you do the Assassin's Creed thing, and he's like, "Go, jump, jump," and then you press a button, and then he just died. He just drops so, off a building, and, and you're like, "I didn't." And I there didn't are, do that. There are aspects of being Batman that were just way cooler. So if you do like a stealth takedown in the Arkham games, you, uh, if you're sitting on like say a gargoyle statue, and you do a stealth takedown on the guy that's un- standing directly beneath you, you zip down, you grab the guy, you. And then you pull him up with you, and you leave him hanging from a rope from that basically unconscious from there. Yeah. But the fact that you go down and come back up is huge because you don't do that in Gotham Knights. You, you go do- down, you're doing a stealth takedown while everybody's walking up like, hey, what are you doing over there? Yeah. And you're like, hey, I'm busy right now. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't see nothing. 
Look over there. <laughs> Look, there's a bat. What? Look, an ice cream truck. <laughs> yeah, there goes Biden. He was trying to infiltrate the White House. It's over. That was clever what you did there. Um, yeah, okay. Stealth takedowns. I don't like when games like digress in the gameplay. Like that's frustrating. Like I feel like. Um, Assassin's Creed, just because I, I have the most experience with that series, so that's why I like to throw it out for comparison, is like, it constantly was better. It was like, one, two, three, four, all just better, 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 better. <laughs> then you got to Origins, and it was like a backtrack. Origins felt like two, even though you'd had, like, three and and um, Unity and all that yeah. in the middle. So you're saying this kind of feels like a bit of a backtrack with uh, those types of things. Yes, so mechanics. do you remember what your gripe was with the Spider-Man game? It just was boring. For me, it was that there was a hundred side missions, that's and I got so annoyed that I couldn't just follow the story because I had to do all these side missions. That's first. the same with Gotham. Knights. Okay, all right, all right. So we all know that. So uh, it's it's like they looked at the Spider-Man game was like, you know what, we want to do this. Well, I think it's because when you're focused on graphics and you've got like you know, I mean, the engines that these games run on are just so big. They they're trying to milk the cow. So like, okay, so we get we put like six main linear story arcs with six big cutscenes and six bosses, and then we have. 40 stupid little things that you can do in the side that we can use the engine for, but it won't stress the system. But And that's how we make the game a six-hour game instead of a three-hour game. The one thing that I will say is cool is, I mean, I don't know how far along I am in the game, but I will say that random villains keep popping up, and I'm like, oh, this person, oh, this person, oh, this, oh, this is great, too. So like, Surprises? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like... Penguin is supposed to be... Come on, tease be, me, bro. Tease pe me. Penguin's supposed to be reformed in this, and, like... The entire team that you're working for is like, yeah, I'm not buying it. And, and there are side deals going on. So you're like, let's go disrupt these side deals and see if we can call Penguin out. And you do. And then you go confront Penguin and he's like, I can't talk about it right now. He's like, there's bugs. I am bugged. I, I'm, they're listening. Oh, and then, uh, Penguin's like uh, with you. He's like, you'll help me. Yeah. And then you you destroy the bugs. And then he's like, hey, we should we should become partners. And then you're like, yeah, no, not really. He's like, but I'll help you if it gets me the information I need on the Court of Owls. Yeah. Oh, is that the main bad guy? <laughs> That's who got Ra's al Ghul to F up Batman, I bet. Probably. Yeah, Court Owls was like, we got to do something about this math. Yeah. Yeah. But and I'll be real with you. That is bat. That's the real Batman. The actual bad guy. If, if people are like, if, if you were to ask a common Joe Blow on the street, be like, who's the main antagonist of Batman, the story? People would say the Joker. Most mm -hmm. of them. Yeah. That is not true. The Joker is just a crime boss like the Penguin or anybody else. He's just an obstacle. Maybe the most challenging one. The true enemy of Batman is the League of Shadows, which is uh, ha has a, um, what do they call that? Like a shadow... Um, what's, I'm trying to think of the name. I'm, I'm mind farting on my English here, but like a, like, like a shadow faction. That's it. A shadow yeah. faction called the Court of Owls in Gotham. That's yeah. what, but it's part of the League of Shadows. So that's the ultimate bad guy. So I love this story. Like this is the true. This is a true Batman. This would be. This is actually probably would happen if he died. They'd probably be like, well, who has that kind of power? Not the Penguin. Not the Joker. Not any of them combined. Even if they all work together, because that's happened many times. They all find out even working together won't get you anywhere. Poison Ivy, the Joker, Clayface. They all come together. Ain't gonna happen. Yeah. But you get the League of Shadows and the Court of Owls in, and it's over. Yeah. That's really, really cool, man. And, the, uh, and then I, I was, I heard from one of the detectives saying, like, there's a serial killer on the streets. And then out of all the crimes you go to, 
um, which are marked by white triangles on the map, uh, there was an orange triangle. I'm like, what is the orange triangle? And I go there, and I'm like, oh, this is the serial killer. But I, but I zip down to fight the serial killer, and he doesn't have a face. And it's like, what the heck's going on? You beat the crap out of the serial killer, and he materializes into clay and disappears. I was going to say, it's Clayface! It's Clayface! It's Clayface! Run! <laughs> Clayface's real name again? Oh, I, I am bad with that. Yeah, I know Oswald Cobblepot. <laughs> and uh, I know, what's uh, Joker's one again? Hang on, that one's tough too. I mean, he essentially doesn't have one. I know, but in the, in the movie, they named him the most common name that gets used. Oh, Jack Napier? No, 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 that, not that one, something else. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a different name. Anyways, regardless, um, yeah, I can't remember Clayface's real name, but either way. Ba- I, Basil Carlo. Yeah, yeah, that, it's, and that's an animated series exclusive. No, like actually not really, it came out in June 1940. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought Clayface was a car- was was like Harley Quinn. I thought she- it was an animated yeah. series exclusive. I'm wrong. Yeah, I okay. thought I thought so too. Though I was on the same page as you were, and then I think uh, we might have said that in a previous yeah, episode. So just so you know, uh, we are uh, correcting we are the cor- record. Yeah, we're correcting ourselves, which does not have nearly as much of an impact as the original f up from months ago. Kind of like when they're like, "Hey, better get your vaccine so that you don't you know die from COVID." And then like two years later, they're like, "Actually, getting the vaccine might help you die from COVID." We made a mistake, oopsie daisy. You also might give you myocarditis. We didn't know. <laughs> Uh, you know, it doesn't have the same effect, right? Yeah. So we're, we apologize. We don't want to be Moderna here. We don't want to pull the <laughs> Pfizer on y'all, all right? Yeah. Okay, so half hour's over. Yeah, fuck shit, piss, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker. Okay, so we're getting, getting, we're getting into the, the Hollywood actors. And uh, we already talked about the Writers Guild strike. But the actors, uh, there was a separate... There was a separate thing that was claimed, and, and I have no idea how accurate this is, but I've heard now from multiple actors saying that the studios want to take their likenesses, much to what you were saying with AI, they want to take their likenesses, oh, you not, want, watch me be right. not pay the actors, oh, and yeah. use their likenesses in the movie as per AI. And they can do it because every contract, those dumb bitches of shit signs, said it's, that your likeness can be used at any time, or basically... In the fine print of their contracts, it says we can use your likeness. And the purpose of that is so that if they were to create a toy yeah. and say, there's the Guardians of the Galaxy toy and here's Star-Lord, they can, that it can look like Chris Pratt and Chris Pratt can't sue. Yeah. What Chris Pratt doesn't quite understand is that that also allows them to feed his likeness into an AI machine where you can come home and say, I want a Batman movie where Chris Pratt <laughs> is Batman, but he acts like the Star Lord and AI will fucking make it. Yeah, right there. It might take ten. And right, and right now, I could see Alex going. <sighs> no, I would. I would do it. I'd be like, yeah, let's watch him ruin that. Yeah, no, but uh, but this <laughs> is actually being compared to that uh, Jonah's awful Black Mirror episode that we actually talked about on the Shot yep. Pod yes, because did. it was all about the terms and conditions. Yeah, and the fine print that nobody's reading. And it's also, I think this is something that needs to be uh, taken into a judicial mindset. Somebody with much better judicial mindset than mine, who's a lot more intelligent with the law. Because obviously, <laughs> the words I'm using are, are making it obvious, <laughs> and I don't know a lot about it. But it's just not, I'm, I mean, I love music. I love I love what I love. The law has just always been confusing to me. My mom's a legal aid, so I don't fucking need to know anything about it. I'm just like, hey, mom! So anyways, somebody needs to look into this thing where the terms and conditions needs to be only applicable to that time. 
Yeah. Because if it's 2010 and you signed a contract saying you can use their likeness, that means you can make a toy that looks like me. In 2023, that means I can feed you to AI and make millions of dollars off you and you will bet nothing because it's your likeness and people like it. Okay? That's what so I think there needs to be a clause in all contracts or a or a law passed right now regardless of contracts saying that the stipulations of using likenesses needs to be relevant to the time the contract was signed. Watch how quickly that happens. Yeah. Yeah, watch how quick the world is to uh yeah, you know, make sure people actually get to keep their identity. Well, to identity politics is the funniest shit ever to, right now. To this end though, the studio execs have said we don't care. We can keep this up till you all go homeless. Basically, yeah. And they can. Yeah. Mm. And then Ron Perlman has come out to speak against this. I'm like, shut up, Ron Perlman. Like, you're you're so fucking woke. Nobody cares about your opinion. Yeah, Ron's <laughs> on this, like, if you're not vaccinated, you should die train. Isn't he one of those? He fucking is. is one fucking he idiot? really is. He really is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for Ron Perlman to get myocarditis, <laughs> you stupid piece of shit. Yeah. Enjoy hell, yeah. hellboy, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Fuck right off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here and that's the main reason, like, I'm I'm against Ron Perlman. Him and Pink, I mean, Ashley, are going to be on a plane together, and they're both just going to have myocarditis height attacks right together. I mean... My aortic valve isn't feeling so good right now! He's on... <laughs> he, like, he's now in videos saying, like, there's a lot of fucking different ways for you motherfuckers to lose your house. It's like, oh, did he just threaten them on camera? Did he just... Like, because now they have something against him. Yeah. <laughs> just nuts, man. He's just on that, like... When Robert Downey, or not Robert Downey Jr., um, Robert De Niro was like, this fucking Trump's a fucking clown, and we used to knock clowns right in the face back in the day. When he had that whole stupid <laughs> black and white video speech, where he was like, Oh, from Raging Bull? Yeah, that fucking ridiculous bullshit when he was talking about Trump and whatever. And then oh, Evan, okay. Yeah, the no, Trump speech. Yeah, yeah. It was at an award show. And then yeah, like yeah. Eminem went up and did his Trump freestyle. Like, I love these celebrities that are like, yeah, I'm going to fucking rip a politician. And now all of these guys, this is like Biden's president, they're all just like, Actually, they're like, yeah, no, Biden's good because they're buying into the CNN bit. They're fucking idiots, man. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. It's so funny. And no, it's like, well, inflation. You can't blame me for that. Nope. It was there, here when I got here. And it's like, since Biden has become president, inflation has gone up 6%. That is one amazing thing that I love about uh, Twitter since Elon's taken over is the community notes. Yeah. Because they have fact checked. The, the president, uh, what is her name? Uh, Pierre, Jean-Pierre, the, the press secretary. Okay. Kareem Jean-Pierre, whatever her name is. Okay. Whatever. They fact-checked her. They fact-checked Biden. They fact-checked the White House. All these community notes. And uh, it's so great to see. Because they're acting like it's real. They're like, here's the news. And at the bottom of the Twitter, it's like, this isn't actual news, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's the, the, the Coles Notes version of what they're yeah. doing. So and, tell me more. And, and in these community notes, they'll have like the exact sites cited yeah yeah like <laughs> yeah. it's supposed to be yeah yeah it'll, it'll show the statistics from the government website of inflation for example when biden's like actually uh, I'm inflation the one. was here when i got here <laughs> yeah and then it'll be like actually it wasn't <laughs> you can see an article right here that states that inflation went up four percent as it's supposed to only go up one from your own friggin' website yeah exactly <laughs> from a website directly connected to us.gov so we're gonna get into uh the acting strike. So more than 170,000 Hollywood actors and writers go on strike against studios, including Disney, Netflix, Amazon, and Sony. Here's a list of movies and shows affected by the strike. Beetlejuice 2 with Tim Burton and Michael Keaton. So that's currently halted production. Deadpool 3 with no! Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. <laughs> I love the videos that I'm seeing yeah. of when they were shooting. There's yeah. one of them in like a like kind of like this weird 
desert. Desert. Yeah. And and there and it's and and Ryan's got hair. Yeah. What's with that? I thought he was supposed to be all scarred. So are they going to CGI that hair out? I don't know. We'll see. Or maybe he's healed somehow, and now he looks like a regular dude. I need to know, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, good sorry. Uh, and then uh, Gladiator Two with Denzel Washington, Whoa! and Paul Mescal. Back up. They're making Gladiator Two. Yes. Is it Ridley that did that? That was Ridley, right? I, I, I think that's a Ridley Scott one, right? Maybe. Who? Hang on. Hey Google, who directed Gladiator? My Google's not. <laughs> my Google's not listening to. Hey Google, who directed Gladiator? Uh, that's right, <laughs> motherfucker! I said it and I meant anyways. So that's the alien guy. That's the guy that wrote, yeah. wrote and did all the Prometheus, Alien, um, uh, Covenant. Well, Ridley, Ridley's got a list. He also did a, a movie called Of Gods and Kings, called Exodus, Gods and Kings with Christian Bale. Amazing uh, you know, movie. You know what else he's currently doing right now? There's he, actually, he did Braveheart, Robin Hood. He's done a lot, okay? And, and you know what else? is? Uh, there's actually a trailer for this movie starring Joaquin Phoenix coming out. Napoleon. He's making a movie about. Yeah, Ridley Scott is directing it, and uh, the trailer. And he's—I don't know, like I said. So I don't know if you saw Exodus of Gods and Kings with Christian Bale playing Moses or yeah. something like that, or some prominent. Was it Moses? No, it wasn't Moses. Moses did the. They built the Ark, right? Yeah. Who did he play? No, hey. Moses didn't build the Ark. Moses was like. The, the no, the Ten Commandments. The, the Ten Commandments. It, we did, did play Moses. He did play Moses because Moses, it was a Ten Commandments movie. Anyways, so Exodus, Gods and Kings. If you want to know if a man can take you on a three-hour history journey about a Bible story that you probably slept through in Sunday school, you need to watch Exodus of Gods <laughs> and Kings. It's one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. It explains the burning bush. It explains all this stuff that, as a, as a non-religious person, may be like, well, that's fucking stupid. But like, it's in it's all in in historical context. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's really really beautiful story. I would highly recommend if you don't think that he can handle a history piece, you should watch Gladiator and you should watch that because this man is a fucking genius. And even Russell Crowe himself has said in interviews, I remember making Gladiator thinking this is a fucking pile of shit. This is fucking garbage. This is going nowhere. Like he was like, my career's over. I, don't know, I made a fucking mistake. He tried to get out of the movie, and Ridley, <laughs> Ridley was like, I need you to have faith, Russ. Just let me deal with it in on in editing. Let me deal with it in editing. And I mean, it's I would argue Gladiator's one of the greatest movies ever made. I mean, <laughs> one of the best movie lines ever is, "Are you not entertained, dude?" It's like iconic. It's right up there with, "This is Sparta," you know, like it, or or. I don't know how I got these cards. You know, like there's, <laughs> there's just some lines where the, it's an immediate, it's taking you there, and are you not entertained is fucking one yeah. of them. You know, like, yeah. So, and, but my question, this is the thing, though. We were talking about certain movies being like, just don't fuck with perfection. You know, Metallica not making a move, a song called Two. You know, so, things like that. I think that Gladiator shouldn't be fucked with. Is there, a, is it the same guy? It's, it's not Russell Crowe. It's not the continuation of, of his story. Maximus. It's not the continuation of Maximus's story. No. Is it Maximus's he son? Uh, maybe you don't it know is, anything it about is, it. Is Ridley Scott doing part two? Okay, so it's gonna be great. <laughs> At the very least, it's gonna be a great story. And uh, I do, I do know Russell Crowe said like, "I'll be in your movie." I like fighting. That's what he said. <laughs> He's like, "I'm gonna bring Tugger. I'm gonna go start fighting on yeah. set." Well, you've got a lot of weight to lose there, <laughs> Maximus. <laughs> yeah, Maximus. I think I think it's gonna be Maximus is gonna be the bloated dad. He'd be like, oh, yeah, I entertained them at one time. Yeah. Now I've got this dad bod. Some people might call me unhinged. <laughs> hey, wait, come on, come on, come on, come on. 
Welcome back to the shot pod. No more dad jokes, we promise. <laughs> so, okay, so uh, so to carry on, there's a movie called Juror Number no. 2 uh, made by Clint Eastwood. <laughs> no, you just caught me with Gladiator 2. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, okay, Clint Eastwood movie back. Yeah. Uh, Lilo and Stitch, the live action by Disney. No fucks to give. It'll exactly. be a leftist agenda pushy. There's uh, they're making a Minecraft movie, which has been in talks for a while. You can count the fucks I give on no hands. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part Two. Now I I love the Mission Impossible. One hundo p. I don't give a fuck who you are. Yes, Tom Cruise drinks the blood of children. Yes, Tom Cruise <laughs> sells little girls on Epstein Island and face fucks them in each eye socket before he sells them. Yes, he's a psychopath. Yes, he's probably one of the part of the Illuminati and one of the most evil rich men on the planet. Does he make good fucking action movies? Oh, yeah, you okay. bet he does. Yes. This guy, that I was actually just watching the Graham Norton where they were showing the slow mo of him snapping his leg on the last one. Oh yeah, when they jumped across the yeah. building and then getting up and running because he's like, I can't do another take. I need this take. <laughs> like, and then everyone on sets, Simon Pegg and Henry Cavill are all laughing at him. Then I, I was reading about how him and Henry were making that helicopter scene and how much training. Like, they literally got. Their helicopter license went up and did dog fights a foot off the fucking rear rotor to practice, and then had to get uh, a country that would allow them to build custom camera rigs, strap them to the bottom of the fucking helicopter, and then dogfight each other live action with zero CGI to make the last <laughs> Mission Impossible. Yeah. This man is fucking crazy, and you need to see the movies he makes because of it. Like, yeah. I don't drink all the baby blood you need, Tom, as long as you jump across that building. And you make it. That's all. I'm, I'm with it. I support his baby blood drinking at this point. <laughs> the few for the many. I need to see this new movie. Yeah. And then uh, Mortal Kombat 2 is among the Yes! But it's, well, but it's, it's been... Pr- it's just the, fact, the yes. fact that it's got a script and that production has started gets me rock hard because the second one's supposed to be with the actual tournament. Yeah. Because everyone got mad. There's no tournament! There's no tournament! There's no tournament! There's no tournament! I might. It's not tournament in this game. I don't believe. So everybody... So shut the fuck up! It's not. Was there a tournament in Mortal Kombat One? No. It's like it's like sticking your tip in and then pulling it out, and the girl's like, "That's it." And it's like, "Whoa, chill!" The first there's more. The first Mortal. There Com- is more. Yeah, there's more. Honey, calm down. Uh, but when you fit, <laughs> but when you do that though, and then you start pumping her full of greasy goo, that's when it's like, "Well, there'll, there'll be more." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can tell it's the second half because we're getting we're getting yeah. naughty. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. Continue. Uh, and then uh, Venom Three with Tom Hardy. Another one that's okay. So you got to talk to me, okay? We got to talk because I don't know if you saw the Deadpool 20th Century Fox logo in yeah. the ground. So they're destroying. They're going to use Deadpool three to destroy the Sony universe. The Fox universe. Fox, so, yeah, the sock, the Sony Fox universe. They're kind of together. Sony and Fox are the same thing. No, sorry, I'm fucking this up. No, the, Fo- the Fox Marvel was the the Daredevil, Elektra. Uh, X-Men, Fantastic Four. Okay, okay. So that's over and gone. Nobody even acknowledging that. This one is just going to kill, like, the Spider-Man Homecoming universe, because that's Fox. Or well, 20th century, right? No, this uh, Spider-Man Homecoming is Marvel, Disney Marvel. But I thought... Really, was it? Okay. Yeah. So, I'm very confused so, about this. So, I wanted, I'm try, I don't know what universe are they... De- when they say, we're going to destroy... And the 20th Century Fox logo is sinking in the ground. So what are they destroying? They're going to destroy the X-Men franchise yeah. that came... They're going to say that's all retcon. Yeah. They're going to retcon... And the Fantastic Four, they're going to retcon that. That's what they're going to do. Yeah. But they're going to leave like the John Krasinski Fantastic Four shit, though. That's still considered relevant and fine. Well, I, I think Adam Driver was just actually... Okay, what about the whole fact... Oh, sorry, go ahead. 
I think Adam Driver was just actually cast as Reed Richards. So John Krasinski. Bro, I'm is an so <laughs> no, that's awesome. That is awesome. I love Adam Driver. Please don't be a fucking <laughs> Epstein Island goer, Adam. Please. No, I really like him. I like him because he, they gave him nothing to work with in Star Wars, and I think he played it pretty good. And I love him because he was in a movie called Logan Lucky and a few other movies where he's absolutely, genuinely yeah, a fantastic see, like actor. The, the top article there, it seems that Adam Driver is Marvel's... I'm, I'm stoked all to fucking hell. So they're going to use him instead of Krasinski, which is fine because Krasinski's got so much going for him right yeah. now. He doesn't need this shit. Yeah. It was a fun cameo. They're not going to bring... you know. Um, Okay, but what I'm trying to get at that's confusing is... Like, so in home in Spider Man, No Way Home, you've got the Tobey Maguire and the Andrew Garfield so Spider Man. Yeah, they're combining the the Sony universe with Marvel. Okay, but hear me out. So in that movie, they brought those two in, and yeah. they went back to their respective timelines. So those timelines they're not destroying because those are Sony and 20th Century Fox timelines as well. Garfields uh, and Maguires. Those no, are Sony. Th those are Sony. Yeah. Those are Sony. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So that's still intact. They're not destroying that. No. From what I hear... Uh, so the Andrew Garfield universe and the Maguire universe aren't going to be scrapped with these X-Men. Um, no. And help me out here. So help, So what's getting scrapped? The X-Men universe and that whole series, including... X-Men, including, including like when they go back in time and they you know, they, they have... Uh, that's all Fox. Fassbender and all those yeah, guys fucking... That's all Fox. They're gonna, that's all Fox, so they're yeah. going to just... Bye-bye. Probably the, uh, th they may revisit the old uh, Baraka pool. The okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> From the Wolverine yep. origin movie. Okay, oh, really? Yeah. Because that, that movie was horrible, but yeah, like we saw, potential. we already kind of saw that at uh, one of the post-credit scenes of the Deadpool movie. Like he goes back in time and yeah, him. he also kills himself reading a Green Lantern script. So yeah, like you can't really take that shit seriously. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you yeah, but but now he but now he's in the MCU and destroying the Fox universe. So maybe he will be going back in time to that. Would okay, okay. I'm about it. I'm about it. I'm about it. And he's got the um yeah, and he's got cables tech, so he can do it, right? Yeah. Okay. So. Okay, so we got. I can I can live with that. I can because I was confused about what they were getting rid of, and it just looks like it's going to be so funny and satirical. Like it's going to yeah. be great, but they have to merge it with the MCU. I think this could be what makes the MCU fun again because right now the MCU is like, how do we make twenty twelve Avengers? How do we build up the hype that we had in twelve for Avengers and in eighteen for Infinity War? How do we They've do it? They've got a long way to go to rehype their universe because right now I'll, nobody cares. I'll tell you how they do it though. They get this Kang Dynasty thing out. It's out, right? They get this Deadpool 3, they get the Kang thing done, they do it, they just get it out of the fucking way, and then they go and they take this secret invasion idea and they make it Secret Wars. Yeah? And they, that's, the, that's how they well, do it. Well, no, but, but Secret Wars isn't... Secret, secret Wars is when the, cr the Krill become the Avengers and, and f the Avengers have to fight themselves in the comics. All the the what are the the green people become the scrolls? Yeah, the scrolls <laughs> they become they 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 become Captain America and the super scrolls because they're super they can actually take the powers too. So they take Captain America's power, Iron Man's power, they take them all. The Hulk, there's a Hulk versus Hulk, Captain America versus Captain America. And in the comics, the way they win the Secret Wars is by not facing the their version of themselves, but by swapping and using their advantages against each other. You know what I'm saying? That's what they yeah. do in the comics. I believe that's how Feige is going to remedy this because they'll put out the Kang Dynasty movie. That's going to come out in like, what, 25? 2025? 
And, and then by then, they'll have lost so much money, but they'll already, by 25, when that movie comes out, have been building a background story with Secret so Wars. I'm reading, I think. I'm reading Marvel heroes and villains are transported to a planet called Battleworld by an entity known as the Beyonder. The event was planned as a large crossover to bring together various heroes and villains to boost sales and ultimately lasted 12 issues. That was so, Secret Wars? Yes. Okay. But uh, <coughs> what... What else I read was also that Doctor Doom was trying to steal the power of the Beyonder. Yeah, and with them trying to bring in uh, Fantastic Four, Doctor Doom, I could, yeah, I could I, see them trying to. Okay, do. that's what I'm. That, that that's what I'm trying to say. Sorry, I'm, what am I? Th what's the fuck? Sorry. You're thinking it's Secret Invasion. Is Secret <laughs> is that real? Okay. That's that's the actual Secret Invasion. So the okay, show. So it's the fact that they've just yeah. changed Secret Invasion. I yeah. thought Secret Wars in the comics was that. So Secret Invasion in the comics was the um, uh, Captain America versus Captain America, Hulk versus Hulk, Thor versus Thor, <laughs> and the way that they fit. Finish that they that secret that that arc is by having them fight not each other like their counterpart but by swapping with the person that they think they could have an advantage on. Yeah, and it you know I was basically like yeah if Batman was in the MCU it wouldn't have even been twelve issues it would have been two. <laughs> it would have been like I got contingency plans for all of you. Beep, then I'll be dead. Secret Wars are over. Time for beer. <laughs> That's how it goes. That's why Batman's the best. You drop Batman in the MCU, everybody's dead. Even <laughs> Iron Man, he's gone. They're all just gone. He's just like I win. I'm going to have a nap. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> God. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. Talk about, let's, this is a good segue to Secret Invasion. Talk to me about how so you're feeling. So, the show Secret Invasion. I gave up after the second episode. It started off kind of slow, but, but I'm intrigued to see where it's going. It took me, so it took me probably four episodes, which is where we are at currently, to figure out that uh, the child scroll. Uh, was the guy that is the head of the secret invasion? That's yeah, currently yeah, the guy that's like, oh wait, that's the same guy. So they, okay. they, in the second episode, the guy that gets elected as the leader, that he's like the new leader, right? After there's like a coup amongst the scroll head head council. You, you know the scene I'm talking about? Yeah. That was episode two. So that's the guy, right? The kid that is becomes that guy. He's, yeah, he's okay. He's yeah, the black yeah, yeah. I clued that already. Yeah. I, I I called that in episode one. I was yeah. like, this is so predictably boring. But uh, but the the cool thing was that uh, they're starting to get somewhere. So It'd be nice to see uh, a fucking anybody from the Avengers, anybody from the movies, any actors that are actually paid decently. Samuel L. Well, is the only I mean, person I want to see. I mean, Don Cheadle's in it. And yeah, but he's he, uh, the episode. I've only seen the first two episodes. He's in it for about forty seconds total. Yeah, and now and now he's in it longer, and you find out he's a scroll. I knew he was. So, a scroll. But, I called but, that too. Yeah, but it's like yeah, but for how long has he been a scroll this entire time? That's a good. Uh that's a cool. That I like Be, because but I could call he was a scroll from the when he had the meeting where he fired fucking Sammy at, in, yeah. in the Europe. Yeah, but the interesting thing is, is they have a lot of the flashbacks into the nineties. So how long how has long? Rhodes been a scroll? Fuck, man. How long have they been playing? Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's got some. But still, it's like, there's no circumstances, in my opinion, because I haven't seen it. If Captain Marvel showed up, she'd just be like, oh, Skrulls, are you trying to take over Earth? Boom, you're all dead. <laughs> it would be over. Well, no, because... Secret invasion. Well, done. no, because she doesn't know who's who. Just kill them all. And, and now there's Super Skrulls. Well, see, that's the, that's where I get interested because Super Scrolls can take the power of Avengers and can take the power of people with like actual power. So, like, yeah. So, nice so through their their science and their genetics, they've uh, they've altered uh, their DNA to make themselves super. And since the Fantastic Four aren't in there, so they don't have things. Uh, things in vulnerability they don't have the stretchiness of reed richards and they don't have the flames of human torch they've got the stretchiness of groot, groot. they've got the flames uh, i was supposed to guess this one let me uh 
Who makes flames? Doctor uh, Strange? No. no. Come on, give me. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm gonna it's a villain in an Iron Man movie. Yeah. Okay, um. Oh yeah, that guy that got really hot. Yeah. And then he made his wife get. So is this his wife that they use? Um. Robert Downey Jr.'s wife. Yeah, she, but it wasn't that wife. It's it's the same. It's the bad guy. Is that no, guy? No, it's literally just this the the strain. It's essentially a virus. It's called the ex- extreme. But okay, but that's Iron Man three. Yeah. The bad guy from Iron Man three. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So that's the Human Torch aspect. Yeah. Uh, what about the invulnerability? Who's who's that? They they don't have that yet. They haven't showcased that. But extremists did. have... I was gonna say, what about adamantium? Could they not use adamantium and kind of merge it with DNA to make it? In that's not in there yet. That's not going to be in there for until uh, Captain America for Brave New World. Uh, okay. Well, what about the stuff that the shields made out of? That's not adamantium. That's vibranium. Vibranium. Can they use vibranium? The, they possibly could if they could get their hands on it. They which I mean, they could probably Wakanda. infiltrate Wakanda. Oh, yeah, very yeah. easily because they've got people everywhere. Who? How do, we, how do we know that little black girl that became the Black Panther in the second movie? It's this girl. <laughs> we don't know. I guess that's why it's kind of interesting. Yeah. All right. I'll, all right. I'm gonna watch the third and fourth episode. You. <laughs> I. The reason that I haven't, honestly, I stopped it and turned it off because Sonic Prime came out, and yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm more interested in a fucking kids show than this right now, and I've but, been watching. I Sonic. mean, the the funny thing is, is like, it it was slow. It did start off slow. I didn't like the fact that they got rid of Maria Hill. I'm I like, was pit- I told Aww. you in the car yeah. over. I said Colby Smulders or whatever the fuck I even say her goddamn name is like she's my favorite actress. Yeah. She's Canadian. She was in How I Met Your Mother. She was really funny, and yeah. and she, you know, she, I just love her. And the what? fact that they killed her character really bugged me because I like her and I want to see her do success. And one She's thing that I have enjoyed thoroughly in this show is the combat choreography with Talos, and now Talos is dead. And I'm like, but they killed. But, What's the actor who plays him? He was he was Krennic. I just call him Orson. I just yeah. I just call him Krennic. That's all I know him as. Uh, he, but he you was- stand here amongst mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just love that. He's like, and you'll tell the emperor as much. Do not choke on your aspirations. <laughs> I just love that when they. Oh, I love yeah. Rogue. Rogue One is such my favorite movie, and it's cool because Krennic is now in the Bad Batch cartoon version so they're gonna bring him in to do the voice I, and that what's the actor i don't know that what? he's so good <laughs> that fucking actor i don't remember his goddamn name he's a german guy but he's good i love him he's fucking fantastic um he reminds me of martin short yeah he's got that because he can do comedy but he can also be a serious bad guy martin short can be a bad guy but martin short's also the most hilarious man alive <laughs> you know <laughs> especially when you get him in a room with steve anyways um so I'll I'll go check it out. Um, I mean, they're not long episodes. They're like I'm gonna talk some minutes. shit. I'm gonna talk some quick shit about Netflix is fucking up, and I'm pissed off. Ben Mendelsohn. He's so good. Yeah. Ben, you are a god amongst men. You're very uh, god. He's good. I fucking he was also um, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, that's the fucking the German guy that was hunting the Jews, wasn't it? I believe that was him. I think that was him. He was the Jew hunter. The, you know the guy. The, the, was he? I think he was. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm. Maybe I'm wrong. No, no I, I am. No. Different guy. Fuck. Different yeah. Guy. But you're think- thinking of Christoph Waltz. Yes, I'm thinking of Christoph. Sorry, I <laughs> thought it was him for a second. But anyways, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, Netflix is fucking up. Yeah. Netflix isn't gonna last, I think, and here's why. I've, I've for a while people have been saying. Oh yeah. No, it's just never. Gonna Hang on, I'll be, I'll, let me get there. One <laughs> Got, I got onto the. T- Wait for t- me. <laughs> okay, I'm ready now. I want to experience this too. 
<laughs> so fucking good. Yeah. It's so sweet. I want a bat. I want a pool of Tahiti treats. I can just swim and just <laughs> as I'm driving, and they just get hammered and drown in it. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, what was I going on about? This Tahiti treat has completely cleaned my mind. I don't. Oh, know. Sonic Prime. There so Netflix is fucking up, and this is what they're doing. They're buying a block of episodes, and they're releasing them months and months apart. And it's keeping all the people that make TV shows from them from getting paid for those months apart. Uh, so they'll buy 25 episodes, 24 episodes, right? Yeah. They'll put eight out, call it season one, eight out, call it season two, and eight more and call it season three. So over the course of two years, eight, nine months apart, they've got three seasons of a show. But the studio got paid for one batch of episodes. So the studios and the people that they're using to make these shows are like, fuck you. If you're going to release our stuff in blocks and it's two years until you renew things... We're not going to work for you anymore. Netflix is done. They're all people. You can't practice business it's like that. There's one company on the planet that practices bad business that gets away with it and will for centuries to come, and that's Nintendo. They're the only one that can be absolute corrupt, immoral fucking cunts. And people are like, "It's okay. No worries, Nintendo. Just keep doing what you're doing." <laughs> you know, you want to like try to patent it so that you know at some point Nintendo in the 80s tried to patent it so that if you made a video game for a console that wasn't Nintendo you go to jail yeah. like that's like how bad they're communists you know they, they believe in fucking imperialistic pre-Hiroshima Japan that's the type of motherfuckers you're dealing with okay they get away with it but nobody else can Netflix is gonna suffer for this because the studio people if I heard about it people that work in this in this business heard about it which means that if a studio is like, hey, Netflix is offering us a contract, but so is Disney Plus, so is Paramount Plus, so is Hulu, so is, help me out, um, there's more, there's lots Prime. of fucking, Prime, um, the list goes on, there's like 20 yeah. of them now, right, uh, what's that, what's the, Crave, Yeah. a big one, uh, the list goes on, Hulu's back to HBO you, Max, HBO well now it's just Max. Max, yeah, but HBO is another one, yeah. and they all, and I don't know if you saw, but like fucking Animaniacs just renewed with Steven Spielberg for on, uh, for like they they just released three seasons of new episodes on one on 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 Hulu yeah. on Hulu and Crave has got the Letterkenny contract like there's fucking there's lots going on so they're gonna go for those places they're gonna they got seven options Netflix is no is on the bottom of the list now they will they're like yeah even though Netflix might offer us more money that it, we're gonna take the other contract because we'll be working more often. We'll send them a season, and then six months later, they'll get, if it's successful, they'll set us on a second season. Yeah. Netflix won't do that. They take the thing, they spread it out, and they milk it to make money for their subscribers while you're sitting around waiting for the renewal of a sec. Although it's a second season to the studio, it's a fourth season to the public. Yeah. Fuck you, Netflix. You can't play. You want to play with fire? Watch how quick you get burned. That's all I have to say to you. You are already treading on fucking. You're, he's basically already in quicksand, Netflix, right now. It's just like stepping through the quicksand real slow, hoping they make it to the other side before they get too deep. But I think that they're already up to their neck at this point, and they don't even know it. You can't fuck like that. <clears throat> you watch. Sonic will never, never put a shot. And Sonic's getting big. Sonic's about to become big money. It's like billion-dollar franchise now. Yeah. Sonic and Mario are about to become big. And they won't put any more Netflix shows out. They fucked themselves with this prime thing where they're doing exactly what I'm describing. The studio is waiting for another season. They're like, bro, Sonic's huge right now. They're making the Knuckles show. They're making Sonic 3. This is the time to renew. And Netflix is like, no, they're trying to save money. So they're like, we won't renew until the third season's out and that's not till 2024. So when they call the studio that made this amazing show that's doing very well and say, hey, you guys, are, they're going to be, fuck you. We already made our season and it's going to, and we made another show that's got nothing to do with Sonic Prime and it's coming out on Paramount Plus. It's coming out in a week. 
enjoy being the competition for yourself. <laughs> That's what's gonna and it, it's happening with Sonic. So I know it's happening with other franchises. I have ins with this franchise, so I know that Sonic will never be on Netflix again. They fucked it up. They better not do this with Assassin's Creed because they got an Assassin's Creed Netflix exclusive show. Yeah. They split it into these eight season eight eight episode seasons and fuck them out of money and financial gain as well and don't renew. They'll jump too. And I mean, that's a shame because these are franchises that you can build millions on. Anyways, fuck you, Netflix. You're fucking <laughs> up because you need to really step up your game. Disney's not doing that. But we'll get to Disney so, in a minute. Okay, so... Did you hear about what they said? No. Okay, I'll talk about Disney and Ahsoka at, later on in the episode because I got a lot of information on that and what's going on with Bob Iger and all that stuff. Okay. We have to talk about Oh, him. yeah, I just heard yeah, Bob Yeah, you know what's... Yeah. yeah, we'll talk about Bob and that shortly, but you, we'll get some more of your stuff, oh, but well, that's coming up soon. Yeah, okay, so... Uh, I don't know if you saw this. There's a clip of uh, a woman that's on a plane full of people. She sees a weird hooded black figure head to the back of the plane, and she freaks out. Her gut tells her she's got to get off this plane. She raises a stink, worries some passengers. Major airlines will charge $200 to change or cancel a flight last minute. So this woman was willing to take the $200 loss and get off the plane. This woman walked up and down the aisles shouting she wanted to get off the plane, saying, that motherfucker is not real, pointing to the back of the plane. Sounds like schizophrenia. People, of course, looked and didn't see anything, so she was escorted off. The flight was delayed three hours now because staff had to search the plane to make sure everything and everyone was okay. People who have seen this video compared it to Final Destination stuff. Yeah. A couple days later, in an unrelated... How do we know that her keeping that plane grounded didn't save lives, bro? You don't fucking know. A couple days later, in an unrelated incident... Only unrelated because this was the same experience from somebody else who had no connection to the first woman whatsoever. A man on a British airline was panicking after seeing the same figure. Oh, sorry. I was just moving my. Yeah, hand. after seeing the same figure and tried to open the plane to get, uh, tried to open the plane door to, to get off. To get plane. out. Yeah. Wow. What the fuck is going on? Good question. Some spirit shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, how do we know these flights aren't safe? Like these these grounded flights, like they weren't going to be the next nine eleven. How yeah. do you not? You don't know. Yeah. Go to a multiverse and, and let the fucking flight go and tell me what happens and come back and then we can talk. So I saw. How do we know that it's not like a Hunger Games post apocalypse? Or if I don't know if you ever played Sonic 06, but when you go in the future and you meet Silver and everything's just burning, like how do we know that's not what happens if those flights take off, bro? Well, we don't. There was a, so I was watching a video on TikTok and it was a girl who who claims that uh, the woman on the plane was a friend of a friend and okay. had t- and had told her the story that she wasn't drunk she wasn't high she was sitting beside somebody in this black getup and he said he was going to take the plane down and that's when he got up or when she got up and started acting erratically and this guy got up and walked to the back of the plane so that's allegedly uh, yeah but nobody saw this guy but her yeah right. So how do we know this, this this vision or this 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 spirit wasn't sent to get her to cause a fuffle to keep something from happening? Yeah, maybe this. I mean, and this is where you can get into some real fun talk. Okay, this yeah. is where we can go off the fucking rails. Okay, because we're talking about quantum mechanics and quantum physics. How do we fucking know that in the future or time isn't linear? If you think it is, you should probably watch Interstellar, <laughs> 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 but or anything really. But you know what I mean. How do we know that that spirit wasn't really there and quantum physics and quantum mechanics weren't used for it to influence her to keep that? How do we know that it's sometime in the future? Like, there is, there is literally like a burnt society saying we have to go back and, and cause key events not to happen. Imagine if somebody had gotten on the flight that was supposed to take out the second tower yeah. and done that. Yeah. 
I mean, it happened with the one. Wait a minute. There was a grounded flight. There was the Pentagon boom. There was the twi- the tower booms. But one of them was supposed to go to the White House, and it grounded in Pennsylvania. Remember that shit? Yeah. How do you know that you're not that grounded Pennsylvania flight? Yeah. In these situations. I mean, I mean, if you're delaying the flight by three hours, what if something were to happen within hour one? Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like even if the flight eventually takes off, you don't know that the that that the time. You know, you don't know. You don't know. And when you watch movies like The Flash or you watch a movie like like Doctor Strange or you start watching these 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 things and you talk about the spaghetti theories with the fucking realities yeah. and, the, and these key events where they cross. How do we know that somebody hasn't gone back and went, that's a key event. We got to go on that flight and keep it down for an hour so that this doesn't happen, which bleeds to this. I'm watching Jack Ryan and they're orchestrating wars with yeah. these types of ideas, you know? Yeah. Like, we, you don't know. If you read a book called The Art of War, it's actually, you know, part of defeating the enemy to try and set up these. You know, they're kind of like Eblis triggers, is what there is is the Latin term, I think, and they use that in the Sonic game too. But like, <laughs> Eblis triggers are like things that are happen, and everyone reacts in a like, well, there's just no way we can let that happen. Like, it's just pure illogic to ignore. But that is what causes the next effect. Yeah, that's Eblis triggers. So, anyways, it's just a cool idea. Yeah, I don't know. I love so, when you talk like this, bro. I get right like tinfoil hats. Where are the hats? Where are the hats? Where are the hats are they gone? So, so, so with this, and we're gonna segue into uh, rando nodding. And uh, I, I vaguely talked about this, I think, in like the first Halloween episode. So I want to talk about rando nodding. Rando nodding, I believe we lightly touched on in the Halloween episode. Rando Nautica is an app that somehow uses some sort of frequency from your thoughts to lead you to whatever feeling you intended to find. Like if you open the app, it'll tell you to think about a certain mood or something in the way that you want to find something. Come back. I'm good now. So for example, you can say, I want to find something creepy. And if you think about it uh, long and hard while it's processing... It'll take Just you brings to, up my profile page. It'll t- take you to GPS coordinates with something in relation to the way you feel. It takes you to Ghost Road in Curtis. So in Curtis. <laughs> yeah, you know Ghost Road. Oh, Bowmanville. Sorry. Port Perry's where Ghost Road is. <laughs> is that considered Port Perry when she I guess you could you get north of Taunton, right? Yeah, once yeah. Once you're north of Taunton, is that considered port? Well or I seven. Mean, I mean, once you get north of Taunton, you're you wanna fight you geography go, with me? You go through Columbus and Raglan and then you end up eventually. But Ghost Road goes into Bowmanville. It definitely goes south enough to be in the Durham or no. Clarington or what's that region called? When when you reach Ghost Road, I like I literally walk from end to end. Like it's not And it's not? No, oh, okay. No. So anyways. So I did this with Ethan. Well, that's one of the places they send you, is what I'm trying to say. You want to argue about where it is? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> All I'm saying is, this, you're like, send me somewhere creepy. That's where I would probably send you. God damn it, Mark. So I did this with Ethan during the pandemic. Uh, during the, the pandemic, this was like. Oh, that was it, like it was one of me and Sonia's first dates was Ghost Road. Yeah. So <laughs> and, anyway, one location it took Ethan and I to was a closed down shopper drug market, but not just closed down. The building was run down, missing letters. There was another one I wanted to go to, but it was way beyond a no trespassing sign in thick brush. I was really curious about that one, but we couldn't get to it. So we did it again, and it took us to a school parking lot. Uh, I mean, nothing creepy there aside from school. Uh, hit it up again, and it led us back to that no trespassing thing in the middle of nowhere. Now, it was a ghost station uh, carpool parking lot somewhere I didn't even know it existed. No one was there, and just beside it, there was uh, just brush, so long grass and weeds and stuff, and a chain link fence that led to concrete steps, and a chain link gate, and the sign said no trespassing. My rebellious side wanted to explore further, but one, I'm with my kid, and two, last episode we just talked. Sign, talk- sign, everywhere a sign. Uh, l- 
last episode we just talked about ticks running rampant now carrying three ah, different types of viruses that true. doctors are now specifically looking out for. But during the pandemic, there were people randonauting thinking of something scary. And they were led to a spot beside a bridge in Seattle and they found a suitcase. They went to open it up and were overwhelmed with a horrible smell, called the police, and it was a body cut up and shoved in a suitcase. What the and and Fuck. and randonauting took them to the suitcase. Like that's so, so people are up. uploading their murder victims' remains to this app. Is what you're saying? No, that's no, what happened no, no. there. No, no, no. Or someone saw those remains. You you can't upload anything. You can't. It just like you think something and it'll give you coordinates to go to. That's the the thing about this app. It's that's weird. fucking. It's like I'm something not, out of Are You Afraid of the Dark? I'm it's not like, buying this, bro. There's somebody running this shit. That's like, yeah, so uh, people are getting killed around the country, and we're gonna guide people <laughs> to those remains because, uh, yeah, this fucked up. I'm, not, I'm not buying any of this. So I don't know value. if it was washed up to where it was, or if this was the worst at. Uh, this guy was the worst at disposing bodies. But anyways, <laughs> some Seattle landlord was arrested for it. There are tons of videos of ghostly encounters and even some way more sinister ones. Like, you straight up are sent to a shady location under a highway bridge and see a body with fresh puddles of blood and sometimes get chased away by a potential murderer. Like, scary shit can happen sometimes from this app. Horror movie shit. There was one where this person had their car in reverse and was staring at a smiling psychopath walking down the street toward their car on the backup screen. Like, th you could see this person... In the screen, but they yeah, weren't there. Exactly. Yeah. But in her rearview mirror, nothing. You could see houses and the street behind, but n not the smiling psychopath that was on her reverse cam monitor. Like, fucked up shit. So I want to say, if you're going to use this app and out of curiosity, search up the... Yo, we have to use this stuff. app on the shot pod, bro. Be <laughs> careful. And at the first sign of trouble, get the hell out of harm's way. Somewhere, a serial killer is like, God damn, these Randonautica kids, they're going to get me arrested like that landlord dude. You know what? <laughs> I want to dress up in my Mega Man X outfit and carry some gats, and then I'll go fucking <laughs> not whatever this bullshit is. I'm like, oh, we found the murderer. Pop, pop. Like, I'm done. I'm done. We're not going to go out just fun exploring. I'm going to go prepared. I'm going to dress like a fucking Marine, and we're going to kill these guys. <laughs> we'll be hey, wait a minute. We could use this app and be Batman. <laughs> if you really think about it. <laughs> Send me somewhere creepy. And just do that over and over. Eventually, you're going to find criminals. <laughs> <laughs> criminals going crime. Hey, get out of here. I just killed this guy. Well, I'm Batman, and it's a bad day for you. <laughs> I use the app to, who needs Alfred when I can use this app? <laughs> <laughs> Alfred, I found the Joker using the app. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Send me somewhere creepy. Would you like to go? What's the chemical company in Batman? Help me out. Oh. The chem you know, the chemical company. That yeah. What's it? Something, something chemicals, you know? <laughs> <laughs> something chemical. And that, the one that he falls into the vat. Yeah. It's like, send me somewhere creepy. He says to the app and it sends a beep. Go to pop up chemicals. All right. He goes there. What? Joker. I never knew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I wish I remembered the chemical company name now. It's in the the Harley Quinn movie. It's in all, it's in all the things, right? Yeah. Anyways, in the original eighty nine. <laughs> so, we need reform on what? On the right to defend ourselves. And the reason why I'm bringing this up. So I don't care what the prime minister blackface says. There's a video of a man being chased on the TTC in Toronto. He was screaming for help as he ran. Now originally this man was trying to defend himself in a confrontation. Then he was stabbed once, and it was kind of like a chick up. Uh, and then he started running. <laughs> and once he uh, started running, he, he was screaming for help. The Marine in New York tackled a man 
threatening passengers and the guy died. I wouldn't even say from the chokehold because he was breathing after it was released. However, we keep like public transportation in everywhere is a problem. I'm gonna. I was just gonna say this is why I I won't. I'm not about it, man. Like I'm done with it. And I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna get really mean. <laughs> So like I, I I've I hop on the bus now and then because like I, I like to have a drink or whatever, and I'm I, I got rid of my car last year because it was just way too much fucking money. I'm probably gonna be driving very shortly again soon, and I'm already not looking forward to it for this reason. The insurance is ridiculous, and and they're out to get you as far as money. So when you finally just give up and say I don't want to drive, you do public transport, you do whatever, and it's like it's it, they want to they're trying to kill us. They're fucking trying to kill us because I get on the bus and I've never felt more unsafe. Number one, nobody on it speaks the same language I do. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's a fucking scary thing. I'm sorry. I, I don't care who you are. You get on a fucking bus with 45 other people and none of them are talking the same language you are. You're like, where the fuck is my city? It's fucking hard. Then try to breathe. There, there was a movie. What movie was it where like somebody gets on a bus and as soon as they get on the bus, literally everybody on the bus stands up. What was that? What was that in? I don't know. It was, I, that sounds like a flashback to a scene when House was remembering running, uh, riding the bus when the Amber died. That's what. I, that's the only thing that's coming to my head. Remember that the whole yeah, arc? What yeah. a great arc, eh? Oh, that was, that was oh. Sad. and then when Stephen, when, when when Wilson has to lay in the bed with her as they cut off the life support. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, I can do this. I can do it. No, but anyway, um, the bus is dangerous, and people are getting stabbed on it. And here's the, my favorite part about it. It is just busy and overrun. Now a bus comes by in Oshawa, and you're like, maybe I can get on it, maybe I can't. I'm probably going to stand. And, um, and, and, and if you, not only can you not understand anything that you're hearing, but I can't breathe. I cannot breathe. Oh, my God. The smell <laughs> on these buses. I'm, I'm not saying what it is. I'm not going to talk about what the smell is. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about who it comes from. I'm just going to say I don't get on the bus anymore yeah. because my clothes smell like that for like, I, I go home and I'm like, I need to wash my clothes because it smells like I, I went into Spencer's today and somebody walked by me and I was like, oh, yeah. So I bring another 10,000 more, please, please. <sighs> Can you bring them with deodorant if you're going to send them? Can you send them just when they get off the plane, just hand them a fucking speed stick. Can we do that? Because that's how we do over here. Welcome to Canada. Use speed stick, motherfucker, because I'm tired of your uh, shit. So, so to be fair. The Greeks, the Greeks were the same. You know what? To be fair, a white group of people were the same way. The Greeks were just as bad. I, I but it's you know what? They eventually started wearing deodorant. So maybe if we start now, I still like I work with somebody who tries to do the unnatural thing and like, but he'll bring deodorant with him. And when when I do smell, I'm like, God, bro, what, dude? Put it on. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, you can smell me now. Okay. He's just holding it like, like fuck. Is this <laughs> is this the time? Is this the time? Is this the time? There is no time! Morning is the time, you fucking dumb bitch! <laughs> Welcome to Canada! Shower, deodorant, work! In that order, or stay the fuck home! Like, well, I don't know. I, I would like to volunteer my services to write the manual for new immigrants in this country. Hi, welcome to Canada. A few things you should know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Put me in this position, and I guarantee you they will all be like, the best. When, when Trump's like, they're not sending their best, it won't matter. Send your worst. They read my manual, they'll be... A-class citizens. Tell you. Either that or the ability like, you know what? I'm going home. We should go yeah, back. This is worse than home. I'm out. You're like, yeah. And that's the point. Anyways, sorry. Okay. Moving on. Alex is a good person, and I love everybody. So equally. more award-winning backlash. So Bella Ramsey, who is gender fluid, identifies as non-binary, and she was nominated for Best Actress, and suddenly everybody's up at arms. How about they do chromosomes? Who is this? Bella Ramsey, who played as... um. 
What's her face from Last of Us? Last of Us. She played Ellie. Yes, Ellie. Okay. So I, I know. I'm just trying to let them know because you just blast off names, and I, I I know that half the people are like, "Who's that again?" So as opposed to them pausing Shotpod and googling it, I try to just do yeah. that for them. So she won and. They won an award. See, I'm trying. No, no, I'm fuck trying. it. It won. There you go. It won. It won. If you want to play this game, it won. I'm over it. Okay? It, so it won you an know, award. Te- technically, could you not say you won? So you won. Well, not you, but you won. <laughs> yeah. And that works too, right? Them won. Them won an award. Let's just scrap English altogether. <laughs> fuck, the ri- fuck Latin. Fuck the rules. Them won. Them won an award, man. Hey, we're Jamaican. We all talk like Jamaicans now. Them won an award. Hey, them win an award, man. Them win the award they did, yes. Yeah, them win it. Is that one yeah. person? I don't matter. Them win it. How about you just do chromosomes instead? Best XY person is? Best XX person is? Because even that would get backlash. Congratulations on your 23 chromosomes. Even though chromosomes. it's biologically right. right? Congratulations. Uh, and the category for 23 chromosomes and acting better than everybody else is? It's like, okay, so that means that the guys that transed into women can't be eligible for this category, right? That's discrimination, Mark. Ladies and gentlemen, the shot pod has been canceled, and we thank you very much for listening. We'd like to welcome you to... What's the yuppie version of this? Like, we'd like to welcome you to Shot Convos. Hi, I'm Alex. <laughs> and I'm Mark. <laughs> I'm Mark. And we'd like to talk to you about what happens when your kids would like to transition into another gender. Well, we encourage this type of behavior. <laughs> That's this <laughs> what happens when you talk like this. It's just like, ah, cancel! And we'll be like, hi, everybody. Drag queen story time is a positive thing and will help your children grow up to be more intu- intuitive and inclusive with their friends group. Join us at three as we... Bring one on the show. <laughs> He'll shake his cock in my face while reading um, If You Give a Mouse a Cookie to Mark and his kids. <laughs> Here on the Shot Pod, we're very open to the way the world works these days. And on the weekend, we'll be live from Epstein Island. <laughs> where I'll skull fuck a 13-year-old girl and it's okay because we're on Epstein Island. Like that's, that's where we're headed, Mark! Yeah. No, I won't do it. Nonconformity. So and it was funny till I got to the thirteen-year-old girl, right? <laughs> this is the world we live in. If you if you were laughing up to that point, you need to know this is happening. Yeah. Okay, if you're laughing about one of the things, you got to laugh about all of them. Yeah. Anyways, so NBC has declared getting healthy a far-right activity. Oh How my god! I love this? when they. Th- you want to promote health for your body? You're a crazy right winger. And all I have to say is, welcome aboard, gym goers. Also, if you eat meat, if you eat meat, you're a crazy right winger at this point too. They're like you're a part of the problem. Also, New York Post posted a study that 16.5 million Americans are at risk of a stroke from exercising too hard. And why do we think that is? It's got nothing to do with the vaccine they took. It's the exercising that's the problem. So they pumped you full of poison, and now they're telling you that healthy physical activity is the reason you're all dropping like flies. Are you starting to see it yet? Are you starting to clue in? Are you? Are you? It's okay. <laughs> if you're not, that's okay. You'll be dead soon. And... The movie Sound of Freedom, uh, it's out all over America, all over go? North America. Can we kill it? But ShotPod says, go see it. Now, if you're in the U.S., you might not be able to. Then find a spot. Then, then well, well, screen the, it. Go steal it and screen it on your garage. Maybe depending on what theater you go to, because from what I've seen, it's it's AMC in the have U.S. You see, have you seen it? So uh, this is mad conspiracy um, tinfoil hat stuff. But it's a weird coincidence, isn't it? 
That yeah. all the theaters that are supposed to be playing all Kratom. over the U.S. All these theaters, the AC the is air going out. Is just oh, there's off. a projector issue. Oh my gosh! We'll oh, somebody shit money. in the seats. Somebody took a shit in the seats. Who's shit in the seats? Well, we can't play Sound of Freedom. Hope today. it wasn't my seat. There is shit in one of the seats. Uh, <laughs> so you guys can't see this movie because one of you might sit and shit. So here's a free coupon for when this movie's no longer playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on to you. Yeah. We here at the shop pod. Now what the fuck you're doing? Okay, tell us what they're doing, Mark. What are they doing? I mean, it's. I want you to tell me though your theory. I need because I'm the conspiracy guy that's going. Here's what's up. This is elaborate. The level of fucking around to get Cineplex in Arkansas to shut down because Sound of Freedom is playing is pretty intense. Yeah. What? To explain to me. The level of corruption and control that must happen so that a theater can lie about something like this so they don't play a movie that's about um, allowing your... Well, first off, let's backtrack. Let, let's go off of uh, the tweet of uh, Jim Caviezel where he was talking about how the movie Cuties, which was on Netflix and, and blasted by everybody who wasn't a pedophile... Um, was are you saying was, if you watch it you're a pedophile? Uh oh, no, yeah, I'm kidding. but I, I but everybody who who actually enjoyed that movie is essentially a pedophile. Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah you're fucked. And, if and you saw that movie, please check yourself into some therapy from the sexual deviation you experienced as a small kid. Yeah. Okay, something so, happened to you. I'm sorry your dad touched you inappropriately, but so he did. If you liberals like that shit. and leftists celebrated the movie Cuties. Because I, I don't know why. I can't even... I don't. Let's have a make 11-year-old girls wear clothes so tight I can see the lips of their While dancing parts. provocatively While dancing stage. like Cardi B. Two Cardi B songs. Okay? And it's all okay. Everything's fine. There's nothing... We're not exploiting... I like the motion to the camera that's no longer filming. Huh? Yeah, right? And all this right. is just... Say, yeah, yes. <laughs> if your 11-year-old girl feels sexually empowered... Doing something wrong, and a movie that was made to raise awareness for human trafficking to to stop pedophilia. The sound of pedophile ring is about this. Yes, that's what the sound of freedom is about, and it's being blasted as a QAnon conspiracy theory movie. Again, every time, every time there's just like a regular commonsensical no, point. I love this movie because there's no talk about vaccines. There's <laughs> no talk about anything that's really controversial. It's just like, hey. Don't fuck kids. And they're like, well, that's just a crazy movie by crazy people. That's literally what it is. <laughs> hey, don't fuck kids. Did you guys say anything about vaccines? No. Did you guys say anything about Trump? No. Did you guys say anything about freedom? No. Media control? No. What else is right wing? All the right wing things. Did you guys say anything about eating healthy? No. <laughs> Did you guys say anything about expression of thoughts? No. Did you guys say anything about Republicans? Right wing? No. Did you guys say anything about the Second World War? No. You guys say anything about... Um, I just picture Tay upstairs sitting on her bed like, huh? 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 Every time. Okay. Oh, I mean, it might, you might the be answer, helping her then. The like, answer... Nope! No! Yeah, every time she says that, she's like, oh, it's almost out. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, no. It's just like, uh, did you guys say you shouldn't rape kids? Yep! Well, there, there we go. We finally got to the problem. There you go, you crazy no, but, uh, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's easy when they brand us, <clears throat> you know, conspiracy theorists and right-wingers, like Tom McDonald and all that. 
when we're taking the molesting kids thing and we group it in with anti-vaccines and we group it in with all these other right-wing thoughts, this movie is pure and simple, point A to point B, like don't rape kids and, and about people going and trying to, to stop a ring of that happening. It is a taken. It's taken with Liam Neeson but fucking children and all of a sudden they're like, well, it's a conspiracy. Taken wasn't good. Taken was about a 17-year-old girl got stolen from Paris and nobody said that shouldn't be released. This is the same fucking thing about a true story and all of a sudden it's a bad movie and we're <laughs> gonna hide it from the kids. Liam Neeson does it. Okie dokie. Okie dokie! But some fucking random guy tries to do it and he's queuing on. Yeah. You see it? Are you fucking seeing the pattern yet, kids? Are you seeing the pattern yet? You know, that's one of the only things that separates us from the animals. People say it's this opposing thumb. You're an idiot. There's lots of things with that. You ever seen a monkey before, dumbass? Okay? It's not opposable thumbs. It's the power to deduct, find correlations, and detect patterns. That's what separates us from them. Yeah. Don't forget that. If you don't see the pattern here, you're a monkey. You're a <laughs> fucking monkey. Go eat some lice. Hey, hey, go eat monkeys. some fucking lice. People like and go to your around. fucking jungle and stay there. Because <laughs> us as society trying not to rape kids and we're trying to be happy. And you are in the way. So the government is now naming heat waves to scare everyone <laughs> even more. There's a heat wave about to hit the UK named Cerberus. So they're on, they always name them alphabetically. So that means that they've already gotten to see. So they've already named like 20 of these things before we've even <laughs> fucking noticed. Just so you know. There yeah. was an Aries fucking wave. There was a Barcelona wave. There was all, They came up with some <laughs> shit. This is the third one. They're just like that. Just so you know. They've, they've, they've done two. Uh, if they're already at sea, they've named two other ones and you just didn't know. And scary colors. Well, red's a scary. It's basically yeah. Sith. It's the Sith colors. Yeah. The colors of the Sith all over your, your, all over your TV. Yeah, so they... Change the color of the map to make it look worse. Clyde Do Something on Twitter was showing a weather forecast from the BBC in 2017. 2017 it was? Yep. Some temperatures in the 30s and high 20s then showed one post a few days ago, and it was mid-20s. It was like 24 was the average, yeah. and it was red all over the screen. <laughs> yeah. As if, like, 24 degrees, you better go out there with a fucking pan so they can sizzle you. You're, everyone's going to smell like bacon today. Yeah. Not a single piece of land had a forecasted temperature of over 30, and this was the red-colored satellite map shown. The one from 2017 that was hotter, however, was your basic green satellite five, map. Not just hotter, five full Celsius. Five Celsius for you Fahrenheit retards is like a lot. It's yeah. like 40. What's five Celsius? It's a, I believe it's 24 Fahrenheit points. That would be the closest number if you do the fraction. But yeah, just so you know, so 24, the difference of 24 Fahrenheit degrees Less, yeah, less, but yet they make it red to scare you. Yeah, and uh, because in 2017, while Al Gore and Senator Kerry were pushing climate change as if it were terrorism about to strike, not everyone else was because the globalist WEF agenda was still a baby then. It still existed in its infancy, though. Right. Fast forward today to to today. There's a full scale plan. I consider that to be straight up terrorism. Now we've discussed what the definition of terrorism was before and i want to reiterate this point covid showed everyone every world leader was fully capable of meeting via zoom call so why do they need to fuel up their jets to travel across the world to shove an agenda down everyone's throats when they're not even willing to respect their own measures they're putting in? i place? love the jet fuel talk it's like when gm ford and chrysler we're begging the government for $31 billion. Sorry, I made a mistake there. When Chrysler 
and GM were looking for $31 billion because Ford never did this because Ford's got half a fucking brain and they just sold stock shares to save themselves from this <clears throat> embarrassment. But there was, do you remember? They were flying to Detroit to meet with the government to beg for money and, they, and, and, the, gov- and the government, the same people that are flying to these summits, said to the auto industry, why don't you get in the products you make? And drive them here. And they did. The CEOs of Chrysler and the CEOs of General Motors that do not live in Detroit, because I'm not sure if you've been to Detroit, but it ain't pretty. Okay. <laughs> they got in their respective vehicle, you know, vehicles from their manufacturer and they made the trek seven, eight hours. And I'm sure it killed them because these guys are used to being, you know, driving you know, flying around like pimps, right? Yeah. And they had to do that. The government will even take other billion dollar industries and 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 hang them out to dry, put them on blast so that they can say, yeah, you know, if you're going to whine about this money, you got n- no money, maybe you shouldn't be driving jets. And then they'll get on a jet and go, well, climate change is a problem. <laughs> it's unfucking believable yeah. It's literally like your dad beating you for doing the exact thing that you're, like, you doing exactly. Why? Do what I say, not what I do. Pop, pop. Do what I say, not what I do. It's like, how well does that work? How many of you do what I say, not what I do parents are having a, a healthy relationship with your child? Not many. So I showed you a tweet earlier, and, and I loved it. So I want That's to what we that. are with our government. So the hottest day idiocy is based on an unusual Antarctic heat wave, obviously not emissions related. The first permanent Antarctic research station wasn't established until 1957. So how can anyone begin to claim to know average daily global temperatures going back to 1850? That was That's 107 years of just like, we made it up! Yeah. So anytime you see a graph with global warming, cut it in half or grab 1950 on the y-axis of the graph and just delete all the data from yeah. before that because it's fucking bullshit. It's been made up and it's probably just part of a trend that they're like, oh, we'll just make it kind of creep up slowly until like 75 and then we'll just make it go exponential. Yeah. Also, if you look at the um, emissions and climate for ice ages, they do the same exponential growth regardless of humans being involved on the planets, uh, being on the planet at the time. And we can confirm this through carbon dating and all kinds of other things that we that we do, where we use uh, the rocks and bedrock in the ground, and 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 animal fossils, and um, a certain uh, a sediment that's in the rock that was in the air at the time. We can use these things to figure out what it was like during the ice age, and it was like the same thing as it is now. Things were getting warmer, yeah. <laughs> you know, but we weren't here, so we didn't have any <laughs> Priuses then. No carbon taxes, <laughs> no motherfuckers at all. It was nothing. It was fucking, what do they call this thing? Mammoths. Fucking di- probably leftover dinosaurs, for Christ's sake. I don't know. But like, it was, and even then, we had an ice age. We had an ice age and no humans were there, so. Like, uh, this was, Blame was, it on mammoth farts. Blame was, it on the farts of the mammoths. That was always my thing when I was watching the Al Gore's, uh, the, what the inconvenient truth that horseshit pile of fuck was called, right? If you really want to have a good laugh, if you want to laugh really hard, watch an inconvenient truth today. I watched it when it came out, and I was like, oh my God, the world is ending. <laughs> and now I'm an adult with a fucking brain, and I'm not a malleable 17 year old kid being face fucked by the information from Al Gore. And I can also keep in mind don't forget, Al Gore's wife was the one that tried to get rid of the music industry because they said fuck in a song in 1985. <laughs> don't forget that, okay? That's the, it, it's that. Woman's that stupid bitch's husband is the guy standing up there going, Well, not only should music not have any swear words in it whatsoever, but we should also be careful of the sun. It's very evil. Yeah, same guys, just so you know. You know? It's not okay if NWA says fuck the police. All police are good. 
There's never been a bad police officer in history. You shouldn't be mad because you're coming from the underground. And you shouldn't be mad because you're a foreigner and you're brown. You shouldn't be mad about these things. We must condemn these lyrics and remove them so the children don't take them and also get mad because they're brown. This is the bitch. Well, thank you this very much, Mrs. Moore. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. I appreciate you giving me the time. Like, these are the people that are telling us about climate change. Like, I'm not making a... Do your research, kids. Like, you got to look. You're like, okay. So they spent 20 years trying to convince us that, like, writing a song about how you feel is bad for freedom and the children. And when that didn't work, because they... D. Snyder and all those guys got together and were like, fuck you. We're smarter than you think. They were like, okay, what else can we get them with? Well, we can make them scared of the weather. They're not. They're scared of the music. We can make them scared of the weather. Maybe we can make them scared of the food. That's what's next. So, anyways, if, well, if you're I mean, if you're going by like the headlines of the seventies, let's do it. Let's if, do if, it. If you think about it, well, we I got mean, got off the gold reserve. That was a bad idea. We definitely survived this theoretical ice age. <laughs> the seventies. What do they say? And it's it's a very calm. You can find Google it right now if you're listening. You can find a thousand news articles from seventy-one to eighty that say we will run out of oil by 2000. Yeah. We will run out of oil by 95. We'll run out of oil by 1989. <laughs> Fuck, we're gonna run out of oil tomorrow! Like, literally, they were doing that. It was everywhere. I'll find a thousand articles. The New York Times, the Washington Post, the USA Today. It was, a, it was the biggest fear monger of the 70s was, we're gonna run out of oil, we're gonna run out of oil. Have we run out of oil, Mark? I don't even need to ask. You, you know. If, you, if you're alive listening to this <laughs> podcast right now, and, you're not, and time is linear for you, as it is for the rest of us, <laughs> then yes, there is lots of fucking oil. Okay? There's so much. We're still at war over this shit. Okay? <laughs> and we're, we're selling ours to the states so that we can buy it back less refined and expensively stored. Okay? That's what we're doing. So yes, oil exists, and there's no lack of it. It's unfucking believable In fact, there is so much oil... The nations that have it have gotten together and formed their own currency and bank so yeah. that they can keep us from getting the oil. But in 1977, y'all better get all the oil you can because it's going to be gone in five years. Yeah. Right? They've been playing this game for a long time. And the push, that's why it blows my mind that people think electric cars are, you know what I, okay, I know I'm doing a lot. This is a talky episode for me. <laughs> Sorry, but like, fuck. I was in an Uber the other day. With a man who was pretty intelligent, I thought, right? You know, I talked to a guy speaking. He seems, oh, he seems like he knows what's up. And he says to me, I was talking about electric cars and how I'm like, are you on board with me when I say this is not a, a solution? And he went, oh, no, I've taken a bunch of electric. He's like, I'm, he was a licensed mechanic as well. I love getting in a car with another guy. He's like, I'm a licensed mechanic. Oh, you have your, you have your fucking, you have your trade? He's like, yeah, I got my trade. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Let's talk, right? Yeah. And I started asking about electric cars and he was like, oh, no, electric cars are great. I took a course. Did you know that every battery is recyclable? They've, they haven't made a battery in 10 years that can't be recycled. Over 90% of the material in the batteries is recyclable. I'm like, is that so? And he's like, yeah. And I went, who told you that? Where'd that statistic come from? And he's like, I've taken two courses on batteries. I was like, courses run by the government of Ontario? <laughs> and he was like, well, no, they're run by... I was like, no, 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 back check. Is the course regulated or looked on in any way by the government before you are taught the numbers? Before, If they're telling you that 90% of the material in batteries that are going in cars today is recyclable, who told you that? Because Joe Rogan doesn't fucking agree, okay? Yeah. Joe Rogan will bring on 20 motherfuckers that will show you live footage of a million people that are a much darker skin color than us dying in a mine so that they can go ting, ting, ting on another piece of cobalt for your fucking Prius, okay? So 
apparently it's all lies. Apparently Joe's just making this up. This is doctored footage. It's all just a game. Because 90% of the material, why are they mining this stuff like that if it's 90% renewable? Yeah. But dude, I'm I'm in I'm in the car with a, a man five years older than me with a wife, children, a house. This man is far more successful than I'll ever be. This is a man that I'm looking at like I wish I could get there. Dumb as a fucking tree. Truly believes electric <laughs> batteries are gonna get are gonna, the future. I'm like, bro, it's suck. It's gonna suck when your vaccinated ass leaves your children with no dad because you're gonna get myocarditis and die, <laughs> or whatever else you pump yourself full because you just if you're gonna believe all that shit, if you're gonna go take a course on electric batteries and be like, well, the, I took this course from BMW and BMW, the guy that worked there told me that the electric batteries are very good for you and that we can reuse all the material. Like if you're that guy and you're not like, well, maybe that guy's telling me that because it's convenient for him and his shareholders and the company he works for to say those things. I can't help you. <laughs> I can't. All I can do is wait for you to die so that when you're gone and your idiotic friends are gone, the rest of us that had a fucking brain in our head can try to take the world back and actually live and be comfortable yeah. and embrace love and community and not raping kids. Like, I, think, I think that's my biggest qualm with electric batteries is that I now take electric batteries and I directly link them to child molestation and trafficking. I do. I fuck nah. Rah! Vaccines is at the top of the triangle. Here's fucking electric cars, and here's raping kids in the bottom right corner. There's my, <laughs> that's my Illuminati triangle. All right? Kid raping, electric cars, Biden. Right there. I got you. They're all fucking connected. And, th and when you're talking to me about how electric batteries are good, I just look at you like a child molester. And if you're telling me about how you like to molest kids, I'm looking at you like a guy who buys an electric car. You know what I mean? Like, that's, I'm telling you, it's all the fucking, you're all contributing to the problem. Yeah. you got to understand that your simple beliefs of like, I'm going to go pick up a Prius because uh, you're, you are part of the problem. Just know so, you're part of the problem. I want to share a thought that is, is a common thought process between people of the left, people of the right these days, especially because everything's getting so expensive, is I think literally at this point, everybody can agree that politicians need to be defunded. No more insider trading. Give them a middle-class salary. I mean, all they do is meet up and converse. I don't think you should have any salary. I think every politician should have to work a regular job and that they should make nothing to be a politician. You should do it for free. It should be a labor of love or you should fuck yourself. So while making new legislation and spending all our money, take away the insider training, trading and money laundering schemes, <clears throat> Ukraine, give them a middle-class <laughs> salary and watch them struggle. They'll truly know what legislation they need to make and what they need to get rid of. I say give them a poverty-level salary. Let's make them really work for it. Give them 22000 a year. That's the poverty level in Canada. And then tell them that, and then tell them to be a politician. Guaranteed they have a part-time job on the side, and they'll be a better politician because of it. I, I'm telling you, I could solve this country's problems in 45 minutes if you put me in charge. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you gave me Hitler-level dictatorship power, okay, I would fix this country. Whoa, in whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait, then again. I mean, I'm not saying I want to beat there, him. I'm saying that, that level of power where he was like, what? This is happening? Just make it different. And they're like, okay, uh, don't, don't, don't defy him. I mean, <laughs> that's basically what we got right now with the, the liberals. That's who, and how's that and then going? You have somebody like, no, we, we can't do this. And then the, you know, Prime Minister Trudeau will just, no, you know what? There's no sense of freedom or community. I'm out. I'm out. Bye. <laughs> right. Elite. Like, yeah. Wait, yeah. Right. What, where are you coming? We're, we're Is debating. It, we, we haven't we haven't voted yet. Isn't there <laughs> going to be a vote? Right. Oh, but if he leaves the debate, then there can't be a vote. Funny how that works, isn't it? It's almost like he knew that. It's almost like he knew that if he left, the governor general can't actually warrant a vote because one of the main leaders is not there. Yeah. So it's like stopping the progress of democracy, but yet no one seems to notice or mind. Hmm. You know what we need? A kid in front of a tank. That's all. It worked for the Chinese. Everybody let China be a bunch of cunts and kill their people and be pieces of shit like we are. 
taking people's money, freezing bank accounts, throwing motherfuckers in jail for trying to protest, all that shit, okay? Everything going on in this pisshole country of ours. In China, they were doing all that. Nobody noticed until a little boy stood in front of a tank and someone took a picture and then a bunch of people were like, wait a minute, something's going over there, going on over there. Maybe we should, maybe we should pay attention. So maybe that. Maybe I'll have to be the little boy in front of the tank. I don't know, you know, I don't know man, but I think we need it. <laughs> My conspiracy theory brain has been, been going crazy because... Every day when I go to work, and then I, then uh, we we have a super pass, Petro Canada super pass. Oh boy! So so we fill our gas, whatever. But you get less kilometers out of every tank you use. But super pass, I mean, it has been working at the pumps. You have to go inside and use a debit machine. But for a while, the debit machine wasn't working, and and, and their point system is down. The petrol points. I'm like, what is going on with Petro Canada, the biggest petrol company in Canada? It, who are they owned by? I, I, I don't know. Suncor. Their own okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sun, the biggest, so, so the biggest oil manufacturer on planet Earth is Suncor, and which is also Shell. Yeah, Petro and Shell the same thing. So, so then I started thinking, is this the preparation for the fifteen minute? Like, is this what like all oh, their systems doing this? They're while they're updating and reconfiguring things, and like okay, fifteen minutes. Wait okay. till you go to that same pump and there's no more gas. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, bro, you you we can laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how you smile. <laughs> it won't be funny when it fucking happens, and yeah. now you're calling your boss and saying. I've been to three gas stations in this area. None of them have fuel. And what's your boss going to do? I'm telling you, this is a great conversation. This yeah. is the best conversation. What's your boss going to do? You know what he's going to do. He's going to buy an electric van for your dumbasses to drive in. He's going to go, oh, fuck, well, I have three gas stations. You got no gas? Fuck, I better go take that down to the dealer, see what I can get for it, and get myself an e-van. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. Here we are what they want it's all part of the fucking plan your fucking super pass being that off the rocks on that much that's just so that you get used to not using it same reason when you know oh the internet's gone today rogers died for a day <laughs> they were just trying to get us used to not having the internet for a day to see how much we'd panic we panicked a lot so they're like okay we'll give it another year before we do that you know what i mean like you got <laughs> they did the same thing with covid look at before covid all the tests with bird flu and h1n1 yeah. and fucking sars well let's just see how scared they're gonna get you fucking idiots. And then 18, 2018 came and they went, oh, they're scared now. <laughs> Housing crisis of 07, SARS, SARS stock, H1N1, here okay, we go. Okay, Mrs. Gore, settle down. Settle down, all right? You're getting, you're getting out of line. Sorry, I was just, I left the courthouse with C D. Snyder and I time traveled <laughs> and I just, I need to tell you guys about how you need to take all of your little boys and turn them into girls because it's just oh, like, masculinity is so toxic these days to just make them all girls. It's just empower women by making us all them. <laughs> That's empowering. We're all girls now, right? You fucking retards. You're all fucking listening <laughs> to this one. Wait a minute. <laughs> when you say it like that, it doesn't sound so empowering. Let's just empower all women by making everybody a woman. Yeah, yeah. Real fucking clever, right? I'm sorry, man. I'm seeing a massive attack on masculinity, and this Andrew Tate thing's really pushing me with it. This Andrew Tate thing is next level. Did you see? What's the guy that Fox fired? Big deal. Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson just released a two and a half hour interview he did yeah. with um, Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate, and it's amazing. The things they talk about, and I didn't know the way they treated him. You know, he spent ninety two days in jail. Yeah. And on ninety day ninety three, they have to dry you with something, so they let him out on day ninety, like right to the day. They're like, "Oh, now you can go." And yeah. then they waited six months to, to say, "Okay, now we're going to charge you with telling girls they should be on TikTok with your whatever that method's called. What's the method called?" You, you know, okay, he's got this thing called the, the something method, and it's a way, it's literally like a video and a, and a method he makes on how to attract women to you, how to go up to a girl and say, hi, I like this about you, I think you're beautiful, I think this, I think that, it's just a way to get some pussy, right? He's just talking about being a man, you know? 
being a man. Like, I, I, it's working out, having some pride, you know, not crying and going, I can't do it. Like, just saying, like, like doing all the cliche, all, taking toxic masculinity and actually performing it. And then going out, it's, it's, it's some kind of method that he uses to pick up women. So what, I didn't realize this, bro. He's charged with human trafficking. So what does that mean to you? If I tell you Andrew Tate has been charged with human trafficking in the what's it, Romania, which is the place he yeah. resides, what does, as a regular dumbass Joe Blow, which we are, what do you think? Uh, what's your assumption immediately that he was a pedophile? That's one. What about you, Tamara? If I tell you that Andrew Tate was 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 charged with human trafficking, what's your assumption that he did? Women, like he he. Okay, but he sold. Like, I need you to get into what do you think he did? What was the act? Tell me. If I say human trafficking, I want you to tell me in detail what you think he physically did. What was he doing? I guess I'll just try yes or sold no answers women. with you people. Yes, say that again. Sold women. Sold women, right? I want. I do not. I'm talking. I want descriptions of how far in it went, yeah. or when he fucking climaxed. I just want to know about the act. What act was performed? <laughs> An act of money exchange for sexual favors. Can we agree on that? Yes. Did that happen? Mark? No. No. No, it didn't. And that's. I didn't know, bro. Even I didn't know until Tuck. That CBC, BBC news cut that showed up that he kicked out of his house. I didn't even know about this. I didn't know about any of that stuff. Well. I mean, we we. I just about I know, but I just <laughs> found out that they charged him with human trafficking. Yet that entails coercing a woman to dance around on TikTok. Like I didn't know that they could group them in. I thought that they had like, oh, but here's some transactions. You're yeah. a human trafficker. I thought they had something. I didn't know. He says they have no evidence, and that's why they had to release him. And they had to do this, and they had to do that. And I'm like, oh. I didn't get it. I didn't know why he was getting away with everything. That's why I was kind of like, ah, I like this Andrew Tate guy. But he's the reason that he's that he did the 90 days and now he's out and he's on house arrest, but he's still doing interviews and he's got all this freedom. I'm like, if this guy's that guilty, why is he allowed to do all these interviews? Why is he allowed to rip the BBC yeah. a new asshole and kick them out of his house and it's public? Why is he allowed to talk to Tucker Carlson? It's because he didn't do nothing. It's yeah. because he is literally just a regular fucking guy. Yeah. And it was funny, too, because in the interview he said, and this is how you have to understand that the judicial system has become a weapon, and it is not there to help you anymore. It's become a weapon for the right. For the weapon for the left against the right. Yeah. And that was a prolific thing to say. And Tucker Carlson was laughing. He was literally going, ha, 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 ha. I've been saying that for a while. Like, they, they were having, like, a joke convo. <laughs> Isn't this funny? There's nothing funny about what they were talking about. Anyways, this Andrew Tate interview, it's two hours with Tucker Carlson. Go online, watch it, check it out. Even if you only watch the first 15 minutes, they're the relevant 15 minutes. Seriously, check it out. You're going to watch 15 minutes and be like, fuck, I need to watch an hour. You will watch the whole thing. That's why I said watch 15 minutes because you'll be addicted. You'll be like, I need to know the rest. I need the, the level of abuse this man has taken just for being a person with money that talks about masculinity like it's a good thing and what they've done to him. It's unfucking. I wonder if he got his cars back. Remember, like yeah, they, they yeah. took his cars before he was even found guilty. They were like, oh, we got his cars, right? What? Are you fucking serious? I want to be at the shop to chop those. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, the Andrew they probably like bugged him with everything. You know, they're, they're, we got like ten minutes in this in this episode before we should probably kill it. Should we talk a little bit about that magic chemical? Magic chemical, Bob Iger. You wanted to talk about Bob Iger. I wanted to rip on that a little bit. Okay, I'll rip that real quick. But I'll talk about the the fucking the fear the kid fear. Oh. I wanted to start. I wanted to lay seeds for that because I want to talk about it more. Okay. Well, we talked about it in the past two episodes. We're gonna talk about it more. Okay. <laughs> the bottom line is, 
When you're a kid and you get really scared, you release a chemical that you don't release as much when you get older because you've been conditioned. Yeah. And there is a huge conspiracy that me and Mark are kind of following that goes all the way from stories about people that work at Pixar and people that work at Disney that flows all the way back to CEOs from companies in the 70s, which I'll talk to you about. Yeah. And we've got, and it just connects everything in a way where like, like it's kind of funny to think about celebrities and rich people drinking baby's blood, but we're, we're, we're actually confirming, <laughs> like these conspiracies are confirming that that's actually happening because like the reason Jennifer Lopez probably looks that good at this age is because <laughs> she's been drinking the fear of children. <laughs> children that are probably very scared because they're owned by Hillary Clinton. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. literally what we were trying to get at, or at least they're, they're linked to these people. So we're going to talk more about that in future episodes, and we're going to, you know, just keep, keep look, what's the name of the chemical? Again, tell me. Adrenochrome. Wait, look, look that stuff up, okay? Just do your own little research, but we'll talk more about it soon. I'll knock out my, um... <sighs> so... Star Wars, Bob Iger. Bob Iger has said that he's making less Star Wars and he's putting less money into it. And same with Marvel. Marvel and Star Wars are on the less money. We are not paying attention as much for Bob because they've lost so much. Haven't fired Kathleen yet. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right? But we're going we're gonna to make less of Star Wars and we're going to make less of the MCU. That's what they've said. They'll make less, but... The, for but they're going to make less and they're going to have less money to do it with. Don't forget that part. But they're they're movie makers, like they're they're money makers. They're they'll have Deadpool three is going to be a huge turning point. Mm -hmm. They know they're going to bring in money with that. Uh, the Avengers, they got to build up the hype because they've destroyed the right MCU. now. It's if they put out Kang movie, it would have it would be the Flash. It would, be just, <laughs> it would go just as well as yeah. Dial of Destiny. When do they get rid of Kathleen, bro? If she, if it bombs, she go. Yeah. Well, it bombed. Yeah. It made it lost more money than the Flash. Yeah, it made less money. I was going to talk about this. Sound of Freedom made twenty million dollars on its opening weekend, and the Dial of Destiny made eleven and a half. <laughs> a movie about saving children from child molesters doubled the pr doubled what Harrison Ford, who's clearly drinking baby's blood. <laughs> Let's be real. Doubled with that guy, and I mean, have you seen the interviews with him on the press tour for this? Does a man look more miserable to be in the presence of other humans? Oh man, he's he's always been like, like he's a fucking weirdo. Man. He's always been like he likes he doesn't even like to do the movies. He just does it. Yeah. He's an actor. He's, he's like the it's, weirdest. It's my person. paycheck, and but it's he because hates the press because he's addicted to the baby's blood. That's why he's he's doing all this, and I get the smile on his face says, "I love the baby blood. That's yeah. why I'm here." Ask me your questions. Let's go. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. I got baby was, blood to drink. There was a, a clip. I swear to God, man. There was a clip where Conan, uh, where he was on Conan O'Brien, and Conan brought out, I think it was the uh, the Death Star Lego uh, thing, and he, and he, and he destroys it. it. Yeah. And and uh, now, I don't know if that was part of a skit, but Conan- it Looks like it's part of a skit. Conan looked genuinely bothered by it. Like, yeah. Like, yo, what did, what did you do? Yeah, it did look- I've seen that exact yeah. thing where he grabs it, and he goes, look this- he just dumps it. Yeah. And the guy's there. Now, the guy looks like he acted sad. Like, it looks like he was overacting. Yeah. But, yeah, Conan looks like, well, that wasn't supposed to happen. I, I was, because I've seen the script, and people are like, don't shit on Harrison. This is real. This is a joke. This was made up. But Conan sells me on, like, that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. And the guy that brought it out was just good at playing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it looked like a thing. But Conan was like, ha, ha. I'm not having this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking know that. He can go on Seth Meyers. You know what I mean? I swear. 
Anyways, him and Tom Hanks definitely hang out and drink baby's blood together. I'm sorry. Fuck them all. Garen fucking T. I'm not a big fan of it. And I love that the Dial of Destiny failed because nobody gives a shit about Indiana Jones anymore. Nobody gives a fuck about your 80s legacy characters that you are milking for money with weak stories, actors who are old and need to be de-aged and CGI'd so they're even tolerable to look at, and scripts written by a bunch of dumb leftist pieces of shit that will be replaced by AI in seven months. We have no more fucks for this crap, if you haven't noticed, by the money you've lost, by the people you've had to unemploy, and by the amount of stock and shareholders you've had to explain your bullshit to. Okay? If you're not cluing in yet that we're fucking over it, this is a good time. Yeah. Please just give us movies with quality stories, character development, and entertaining values, and don't be done with this Little Mermaid shit. Quit making everybody a color that they're not. Quit do like I love I love the Mark Wahlberg as Muhammad Ali poster I keep seeing everywhere. I mean he could probably pull it off for fuck's sake, Have but we would it? never do it. So Tom Holland was recently on a podcast. Watch Chaos Walking, by the way. I'll give him a little bit. <laughs> I'll, give him, I'll give him. You gotta watch. Uh, no, I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him. Uh, my Tom Holland hate has downgraded by one point. Oh man, you, you I've upgraded in, Tom one point in my. You gotta see him in some of this other stuff right now. Uh, the crowded room, like his acting capability. Oh my god. I really, I, I didn't mind um, that one, but I, I th- there was another character. So right off the bat, if I were to say the crowded room in regards to one person, what would you think? What do you mean? What would you think? Well, it sounds like a movie of yeah, somebody with high anxiety. Okay, the crowded room in terms of the mental state of one person. Uh, I, I don't know where you're going with this. I don't like how many, crowded how, room. how many personalities? You, 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 you think like... You're asking James, a guy who's dating yeah. somebody so, with... So you think <laughs> of like James McAvoy in Split. Uh, that's okay. right. Yeah. So so the crowded room, he's he's got this this crazy British guy named Jack inside his head. See, he, now this just sounds like he's trying to be that the guy from Split to me. But but no, this is based on a true story. So was and that? It, it's based on a real illness and hundreds of case studies. No, okay, yeah, but Split where was, people was fi- written by M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, but it's also based on actual cases where people have physical attributes they wouldn't have when other personalities aren't equipped. Well, that's a real thing. No, it's it's different when you're trying to That's a real thing though. Yes, it's different when you're just trying to showcase schizophrenia and you're writing your own story with your own personalities, but when you're literally going off the script of what somebody else did and how this person was acquitted. Uh, Tom of Holland's not going to impress me by doing something somebody else did. I liked Chaos Walking because he did something nobody else did. The whole thought, his face had to display what the voiceover said, and that's where I won. He won me over. I went, that's never been done. He's got to go like this, and then it's got to work with the and the obviously editing's a big part of it. But I love that he could portray the feeling with just the face. Mm-hmm. He's laying there and he's going. What does he say? Calm your noise or something he says in that movie? And I like that. I like There was parts of what he did because it was unique to him. That's what makes... If he's going to... What's the guy that was in Split again? That was like he gets James all this McAvoy. credit. Yeah, James McAvoy gets all this credit for being in that movie. Like if he's just doing the James... It's like, hey, I'm James McAvoy part two. It's like, ah, that's great, but it's been done before. I like that he did something new in Chaos Walking. That's why I dug it. So I want to see more of that. 
I want to see more of that. I don't think he's new in his Spider-Man performances either. It's very Tobey Maguire. It's Hell no. Sorry, he's Fuck exactly, he's exactly he's the same. He's nothing like it. What I hated about Tobey Maguire... I went back and watched the first what one. What I hated about I Tobey Maguire Spider-Man was same there was no fucking wit. There was no fucking jokes. The only joke to- Tobey Maguire had was, hey, how about mom and dad talk? Be quiet for a second, kiddo. And, he's, and he zaps uh, fucking J.J. J. Jonah Jameson's mouth shut. Well, well Spider-Man wasn't uh, supposed to be funny. He was. He was always supposed to be funny. He's the guy with wit in the most serious and dire situations. You can't argue Spider-Man with me. That's my jam. I don't like Holland. <laughs> I think Maguire was ten times the Spider-Man. I'd rather watch Holland not make... Or I'd rather watch Maguire not make jokes than watch Holland try to act. No. <laughs> but I liked him in Walking, like I said, because it was a, that uniqueness of, okay, you know... Reminded me of Christian Bale. Christian Bale's very good at the face doing everything it needs to do because mm-hmm. he's just good at it. I see Tom doing that. So I liked that. I'll check this one out, but if he's so, if he's if he's literally ripping James McAvoy's no. playbook, I'm going to be so, very disappointed. So basically, you think of uh somebody interviewing somebody with schizophrenia and they're talking one personality and you piss off that personality in mid conversation, that personality Bro, leaves. that's a scene from Split. Do no, I need to bring not. it up? It's he literally says I'd like to talk to the girl and he's trying he spends the whole fucking movie trying to get that one personality to come out by jumping through the other ones. It's the same yeah, thing. And no, this isn't about that. This is literally pissing off one personality, that one leaves oh, and man. suddenly I-, I need to bring up the scene. Have you seen Split? Yes, I that's have. That's what they do. No. It's the same thing. No, it, there's a difference between saying I want to talk to this person and you're not trying to talk to this person. Instead, you pissed off that person. That person walks out of the room. But at the end of Split, that's what happens. That person comes out because of circumstance, not because they were asked to. Sounds like the same thing to me. I disagree. Well, I need to so, watch it. And I anyways, guess we'll find out. Anyways, Tom Holland. Can Tom Holland act? We want to ask you. Here at the shot pod, <laughs> click Mark for yes and Alex for no. So, in. On a podcast, Tom Holland says, look, I really am a fan, a massive fan of making movies, but I really do not like Hollywood. It is not for me. The business really scares me. I understand that I'm a part of that business and I enjoy my kind of interactions with it. But that said, I am always looking for ways to kind of remove myself from it to just kind of live a normal life as possible. That's clever. Good for him. I definitely think it has been an ongoing thought, which is don't lose yourself. I've seen so many people come before me and lose themselves. And I've had friends that I've grown up with that aren't friends of mine anymore because they've lost themselves to this business. What's his name? Um, LaBeouf. Yeah, Shia no, LaBeouf, yeah. Perfect example. I just am really, really keen to focus on what makes me happy. That's the stuff I should protect. So he uh, he actually recently came out to say that he stopped drinking, and he feels a thousand times better because of it. Everybody fucking says that. You should talk to a person <laughs> half in the bag at a bar with a pile of wings and a girl macking on them. They're going to go home and slay that pussy. How much better your sobriety is because I'm fucking tired of it. It is just as satisfying to have six beers in you and slay some hot piece of ass than it is to be sober. I'm tired of you pretending it's better, all you fucking people. I'm, I really am. I disagree with it's you It's your choice. <laughs> if you want to go do drugs and drink and have fun, how many people that do that and then get better regret the years they did it? A lot of them are like, it was some good times, but it's over. They say, it, but it, I had to draw it. But you don't take it back. You wouldn't be where you are now. I appreciate the sobriety choice, but I'm so tired of people acting like it's an 
a superior lifestyle. In this day and age, with this much horseshit going around, whatever you need to do to numb yourself from this, do what you got to do. I, I give no I disagree. And if you end up overdosing and dying on the way, fucking power to you. There's too many of us anyway. We're running out of food. I disagree. Alcohol and drugs shouldn't be used to cope for anything. Cole, I agree with that. But if you're going to tell me I'm not allowed to go out to the bar and have a beer with my buddies, like when you came out to St. Louis and we were hanging out doing karaoke, like if I became an alcoholic and I can't do that, that's my fucking problem. I can't. To, to talk to a person that's at the bar having a beer with their friend and say, that's bad. You shouldn't do that. I'm tired of that. I'm over that. It's like, okay, so you indulged too much and had to had to change it. Yeah. I'm not. I know lots of people in their 50s who can still go to the bar and have a beer with their friend. The fact that you fucked up enough that you can't do that has nothing to do with me. Don't push your shit on me. That's what I'm not about. So I love that Tom says, I'm still drinking this. Well, you have $8 million in your fucking checking account. <laughs> I'm sh- drinking could be a problem for you. I would literally have to borrow money from people and not pay them back to become an alcoholic. So yeah, it's well, not I an mean, issue. I mean, we we talked. But about, I'm tired of hearing this. Shit. We talked about the musician thing, the whole thing of playing bars. You're constantly you're drinking. constantly around it. You're yeah. co- I know lots of guys that are zero tolerance. Zero. They show up, they play, they leave. Yeah. They're straight cut. How many energy drinks do those idiots drink? <laughs> no, but like, can I be real with this? How many of those guys? Find me one guy that's got his chips, right? His AA chips or his NA chips or whatever chips you want to fuck, whatever chips you want to dance around with because you guys are all so fucking proud of them. Real men just do it. They don't need fucking rewards and coins, okay? But regardless, people in general like these things, okay? Every guy that's got one of those in his pocket is drinking three monsters and that shit is full of poison, okay? (laughs) And they all have three vaccine shots, all of them, every one of them. So it's like, yeah, stop drinking. But Pfizer destroyed you worse than any booze could ever do. So sorry, you. Oh, I really value my body. It's a temple, until the government tells you that it's not right. Well, so with the podcast, you'll see we have one, two, maybe three. I, I cannot. I cannot two. stand inebriation. I can't. I. I won't fuck with drunk people. If if there's somebody Buddy, who's so, too th- drunk around, that me, is the most. I gotta uh, leave. But, okay, and there's what's more annoying though, Daryl doing karaoke or a drunk guy doing karaoke? <laughs> That's my question to you, because Daryl's uh, sober as fuck. But I want to throw him out just as bad as the drunk guy. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm the drunk You're guy. You're going with the drunk guy? I'll give you that because I'm afraid the drunk guy might try to hit me. And uh, yeah. I know Daryl's not going to. But you, you see my I, point, no, though? No, no, no. But I actually appreciated Daryl. Like, even when you're like, nobody's singing, Daryl. It's something. Got up there. But God, people might be leaving because of it. <laughs> like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's where I, I, and by the way, this is a bit of an inside joke. There's a guy, when Mark came out to do karaoke, I had to warn him. I was like, there's a guy that comes out to do karaoke that can't sing a goddamn note. But, you know, I, I he's, he's very positive energy and he loves music. So you're like, yeah, yeah bro, what do you want to do? And we had a fun laugh over it because, you know, me and Mark. T- I'm not giving him a participation trophy, but I will. Yeah, we're not going to have him on the new Army. Shot album, okay, <laughs> but we we respect that he was willing to come up and give it a shot, yeah. right? Give it a try, and that's that's what separates the men from the boys is, is is that ability to to deal with those people. I'm with you. I don't like inebriation, but I find it on the identical level of fucking annoyance as retardation. <laughs> I do. If you're just a weird person that's out there and doesn't know how to deal with social situations, you irritate me on the same level as a drunk person that's stumbling over my equipment. <laughs> so at the end of the day, I just shouldn't leave my house. And when I choose to, I got to deal with both the same way. Yeah. Right? Now, nobody's getting knocked out. 25-year-old Alex knocks them both out and goes home with no job. Yeah. 36-year-old Alex makes it work with both of them, and he's playing a gig the next week. You know what I mean? And that's that's called evolving, growing up. When, you have, man. when you have inebriation affect your life so much to the point that, I mean, your life is altered because of it. Agreed. You, you choose. If your relationships, your job or your place of living is affected in any way, shape, or form by your drinking or your drug use. That's a problem. Yes. Okay? 
if you have told your landlord that you have to pay him on the fifth instead of the first because you've done too much drugs or you've because you've decided to go out with a hundred dollars of your rent money and drink on the Sunday and the first is on a Tuesday. Yeah, you gotta check yourself. These are these are things that we've all done that I've done personally that, that I've had to go, ooh, maybe I need to check myself, you know? I'm in a position now where nothing comes before rent and nothing comes before I eat. Yeah. When I'm fed and the rent's paid, I might go out and I might fuck with some weed. I might fuck with a drink with my homie Mark because he's having a bad week with his with his shit. You know what I mean? That I never wanna say be able to, I never wanna say I can't have a drink with you because we're on a bad week. Yeah. Because I was an alcoholic or because I became a drug addict. You know what I mean? And and I think that people that have gotten to that point and then said, Okay, I'm turning it off, you're not better than me. I think I'm better than you because I've managed to keep it in check. And That's what you and, need to do. And, that, and keeping it in check so that you can go out and have a beer with your buddy, but you're also functioning in life and it's a non-issue yeah. makes you a better person than someone that's got chips in their pocket. And I'm sorry. If you're one of the guys with chips in your pocket, I give you all the respect in the world and you have a harder daily struggle. Your struggle is more along the lines of a person with mental illness. It's more along the lines of a schizophrenic or a bipolar or somebody with borderline personality because you're fighting the demons. Every day they're at the door. And I respect you for that. Write music about it. Go to the bars. Drink your water. No, I don't drink. Put your hand. They all do it. No, I don't drink. No, I don't do that. No, no, no. But don't think you're better. Yeah. Don't think it. Because the fact that I can still have that drink, go home and love my mom and love my kids and love my wife and you can't makes me better than you. Self-control. That's all. Just not, And when I say better, that doesn't mean that I get to talk down to you. That just means we have to respect that we've made different life choices, that your struggle is harder. My struggle is easier, but I've done more with it. That's all. I'm just over this whole, you know, I don't drink anymore, so I'm better than everybody. It's fun to drink. Did you not have fun having a beer with me at St. Louis that night? I had a good time with you. Yeah. We shot the shit. We had some giggles. It was fun. You know what I mean? And we we and every fucking week we're on here doing it. Yeah. But we do it in moderation. It's part of why our relationship works because we can have two beers. I mean, you <laughs> excuse me. You can tell the episodes I've had three. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and that's why this works because there's never like nobody's being poured out of the car. <coughs> If alcohol and drugs are hitting your life in the way that we described, then yeah, check yourself. But like, that's a you thing. Don't think that because you went through some recovery journey, it's it's it, it makes you any stronger than a person that's gone through maybe a journey where they've lost a parent. And in the words of Say by the Bell, there's no hope with dope. <laughs> that's not true. No, there's lots of the only hope I have is dope. I need a sticker that says hope is dope. That's what I need. And then I need like Princess Leia's like. Hope is all babelias are built on, or whatever the fuck she said. <laughs> Anyways, oh my god. All righty. I think shot on episode eighty-five is in the bag. Bring the beats, Marcus. I want to thank everybody for listening. Be sure to check us out at Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're on Google Podcasts. Spotify. We're on YouTube. Don't forget to use the zero in shot when you search for us on YouTube. Like and subscribe. iHeartRadio. Twitcher. We're on Facebook, too. Stitcher. Stitcher. <laughs> Stitcher. Twitcher's the video game. And www.theshotpod.com. Remember that zero. The zero is in shot. If you put the shot, the zero in pod, we will personally come to your house and harm you. I just recently shared an article or a video of the cobalt mines. Oh, did you? Yes. The, but the, the ones that don't exist because the batteries are 90% renewable energy, yeah. right? Yeah. Just check it. Good night, everybody. Next week on the Shop Pile, we will debunk more conspiracy theories and prove to you that your tinfoil hat should stay on.